Why did Drake end every song like that back in 09, 2010, 2011? How'd he end it? <laughs> Just know that you miss me a little when I'm gone. I hope that you miss me a little when I'm gone. <laughs> See? Right there. That was just his signature. That was like his, uh, you know, when we used to have the, the text message signature at the end of your message. Yikes! That was that was Drake's signature. The one where you uh, <clears throat> you chose strategically which one, which letter would be undercase, yeah. which letter would be uppercase. Yeah. That shit used to look goofy. What the hell was wrong with us? Yeah, we signed every text message. It take a lot of time. Signed, Ron G for life. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how my shit sounded. Yeah, Ron T for life. Ron G for life. <laughs> Just bobbling in between uppercase and lowercase words. It's, it's a, a case of crescendo and decrescendo right. quickly. A run on sentence. Oh my gosh. Yeah, for sure. Um, what was your signature? Uh, I think I just had like my name, like you said, in different like characters. I never went like nothing crazy, like Jakari the Man. J Kari Odd Squad. Uh probably probably <laughs> J Blast though. You know, J Blast was definitely a name. Oh brother. Yeah, probably J Blast. I forgot about that. Yeah. What was your other name on Xbox? Uh, my name. You were Kid Kari, and you were yeah. Kid something else. Mm-mm. I was always Kid Kari. Nah, I started. With nah, he had a different. <laughs> he had a private account that he nah, didn't. That, that someone didn't know about. I started to click. Okay, props, <laughs> nigga. That's all I'm saying. Like, like flowers in your face, nigga. <laughs> Everyone's dismantled now. How do you sure. feel? Shit, that just came with age. It wasn't no no animosity. Nah, everybody was like, "Fuck Corey nah, as the bro. as the group leader." It wasn't no animosity, and we all split up. It's all love. Shout out to the kid crew. No, nah, no cap. Shout out to all them. Uh, let's just get into the shits. Let's do it. It's us. Yeah. Hey. 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 Episode one seventy two. Yes, sir. What a feeling, man. We back in the building. Yeah, man. You could have been anywhere in the world, but like I said, you're here with the boys. Yes, sir. We thank y'all for tuning in. Please stay to the end. Absolutely. I go by the name of Roderick Taylor. Yes, sir. It's your boy, Young Car. We back. Tune in. We got it for you. Let's go. Give me the keys to the coupe and pull out. Gotta work comes because I do not pull out. Walk in the spot 50 deep with the tool out. They know that it's up. Show out at the cookout. We getting money. Don't care about what they on I do like some checkers still fries. Nigga, still. Yeah. I still fuck her, I will. Fucking this bitch in the hills, I ain't even licking, she wet as a ill. Yikes. Nigga, I'm just talking. Oh, Get on these beats and I'm not even rapping, I'm literally flossing and walking. Mm. Get on these beats and I'm literally walking on God, I really be flossing. Beats in the sheets hit that bitch from her bed with the pussy inside of a coffin. Sheesh. Inside of a coffin. All right, man, it's episode 172 of the Rising Grind Podcast. It's your boy, Roderick. Jakari, we here, back in the building. We're here. Yes, sir, man. It's another Monday. We made it through another week. Yes, sir. How you feeling coming uh coming across this weekend? Uh feeling great. Long weekend, of course, Labor Day weekend. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people you should be off today. Hopefully you didn't have to go to work today, Monday, and you tuning in to us, you know. But uh, yeah, the long weekend. Definitely enjoyed it. Uh, I'm chilling though. I I didn't really have 
nothing planned. Do you have plans for Labor Day? Uh, a couple, I'll say. But what I want to say first is also because of the Happy Monday, Happy Tuesday. Uh, because I know some of you guys <laughs> listen to us on your way to work. Yeah. While you're at work. Right. Things like that. Um, <clears throat> so you you might have taken Monday to actually celebrate Labor Day, mm-hmm. kick it with your family, enjoy good food, enjoy good company, watch TV, watch whatever it is that you want to do or do it, whatever it is that you want to do. Um, happy Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I you know, because that. because you're, you're not checking in with us until tomorrow. Right, right. The next day. More than likely, yeah. If you are uh, spending time with your family, I hope you are. I hope you... Like we said, I hope you don't have to work. I hope you're really taking the time to yourself and then just enjoying the day. Like, we should just enjoy that day off, you know? Yeah. Uh, was it you that I sat back and talked about the actual Labor Day with? Yeah, yeah we talked about it. Yeah, and I was like, uh, if it's Labor Day, everybody should have this day off. Yeah. I mean, but of course, there's certain things, hospitals, airports that have to stay open. Somebody has to work. When do those people get a Labor Day? They don't. Okay, so shout out y'all. Yeah. Um, once we've came back into the regular workforce, the the still essential workers, you know, hospitals, yeah. like I said, airports. Um, what am I missing? First responders. Of course. Yeah, yeah. First responders. Fuck um, <clears throat> 12. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, outside of that, yo, shout out to everybody that's listening. Uh, all DSPs, audio, Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora, Amazon, Stitcher, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeart, wherever it is you're getting that, make sure you hit that download button on us so you can get that offline. Um, <clears throat> if you're watching us on uh, any video platforms, uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you're on the YouTube viewership, uh, make sure you hit that notifications bell so every time we drop some, you get that immediately. If you're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever it is you tune in, uh, tune it into us on social media. Hit that follow button. Hit that notification. So uh, you get all our drops. Absolutely, I love it. Thank y'all for the support. Always, man. We couldn't do it without y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Wherever you tuning in, I definitely appreciate it, man. So yeah, I love it. Um, I didn't mean to get out of your weekend and stuff like no, that. No, no, yeah. I was just about to actually ask you because I'm done. So how was your your past week? It was cool. Um, no, it's it was a uh, it was all right. I'm not even going to lie. <clears throat> so this weekend, you know, we talked about the car issue. New engine got put in the, the whip. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and uh, some other things. So when I when I picked the car up, I turned it on. It starts. I'm like, oh, my God. My, my baby. My baby <laughs> starts. Brand new engine. In I'm there. back, baby. Yeah. Um, so I pull off the lot. And as I pull off, I make a turn. Kind of jerks to the right a little bit. Mm. I know. I'm like, not, it's not different. You just left the shop. Yeah, it's just different. God damn. So um, I get to the red light. I make a left out of there. I make that left. The car jerks to the left. I'm like, oh, what okay, the okay. fuck? Okay. So I maybe maybe I'm thinking I'm like, all right, new things going on with the car. All right, maybe <laughs> I just need to adjust to how this new car feels, like the new yeah, engine. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe all kinds of things are different <laughs> I, in this I motherfucker. I was about to say that I got a mind of his own. Yeah, I'm like, what was going on? <laughs> that nigga put a transformer. In your yeah, <laughs> yeah, Optimus Prime. Yeah, for real. So I keep going straight in my lane. I make a lane switch to the right. I damn near spin the car out making a lane switch. Nah, so I'm like, okay, all right, I'm, I'm gonna turn this car around. I go back. He lifts my car uh, up 
because all my mechanic did the car the car wasn't able to be moved or anything like that before the engine didn't work right so what he did was put a new engine in it made sure the engine worked and that was the service that he did for me um i don't know why he didn't drive my car around like he usually (laughs) does um but he lifted it up and he was like oh yeah and this makes a lot of sense from the toe it came just because i I know my mechanic not fucking around with me like that um when the toe picked it up when they hooked it up they yanked they yanked uh everything under my like my alignment type Mm -hmm. shit so uh got a little more work to get done on my car you know picking that up this week but uh it's been a trying fucking week yeah uh, or weekend not having a car i know that shit weighing on you bro not having a car is one of the worst things ever Mm. it it makes me feel like somebody that doesn't have a car at all okay and i feel bummy bummy (laughs) and i'm not saying i'm not saying anything about anyone that doesn't have a car of course Mm. like do your thing, whether you're walking, biking, uh, working to get a car. But, like, I feel helpless yeah. without my car. Uber is – I never really realized how much it can add up until uh, until I started using it frequently. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, when you got to use it every day, I'm sure at the end of the week when you look at the numbers, it's like, damn, because you got to go back and forth. That's another thing. So it's times two, yeah, so, whatever it is. So then I was like – uh, when I realized I'm not getting my car this time, I was like, fuck it. Let's just get a rental car. Okay. Now I'm getting hit with Labor Day prices for the rental car. Oh. The I'm I'm looking at like the the cheapest car out there is like ninety five a day. Damn. And I'm gonna have this car at this point for like four days when I'm thinking about getting that. Ooh. So I'm like, am I Ubering this again? I'm Ubering it again. That's a quick three, four hundred on the rental. It's still gonna be two Ubering. Two two fifty. Damn. So uh Yeah, pick the poison <clears throat> when it come to that, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> it was uh it, it was either or. So I'll be getting the car back soon. Okay. God, that. By the that. Thursday pod I'll have the whip back. For sure. Yeah, man. For sure. Um trying week though. Trying fucking week. Yeah, I but can we, only imagine, bro. We here though. We uh we fight through adversity. We punch that nigga. <laughs> um adversity's a nigga. Is it a nigga or is it a, a woman? I'm just saying, he black? No, adversity is a white man. Okay. Adversity is, is <laughs> definitely a white man. I was about to say, because it ain't nothing good. That Annoying. Man. Yeah. Pressure. Oh, my God. I mean, it's... On your ass. I mean, like, uh, sometimes... But but builds character. <laughs> Absolutely. You need it. I'm about to say, ah. You need it. Essential. Uh, but I don't like saying that because I, I don't need the white man. I know. Fuck. So, yeah, let's just leave that where it's at. Oh, man. Don't need the white man. Shout out our white listeners, though. Thanks, bro. We know we have a lot. Bro. Oh my gosh! It's shout not, out, shout out the white listenership. Yeah, it's not nothing against y'all, you know. <laughs> I'm. I love that y'all even listen to us. Yeah, like, who's that you have on your? Is that Dale Earnhardt you have on your shirt? <laughs> nah, bro. This uh, Jeff Gordon. The white listenership hates me. <laughs> oh God, let's Jeff just Gordon twenty four. Let's baby. just move on. I feel like uh, Ashton Kutcher and, and guess who? <laughs> <clears throat> but let's move on, man. Um. What are we starting with? All right, I saw something in the news. Weed, for the first time in history, has outpaced cigarettes uh, in usage in the United States of America. What? Wait. Uh, l- let me let me uh, let me see if I can actually get this so I can reread this for you guys. Marijuana outpaces cigarette use for the first time in U.S. history. Cigarette use has been on a steady decline for several decades. 
At the peak uh, in the 1950s, 45% of Americans admitted to smoking cigarettes. It's only at 11% now. Damn. That's pretty crazy, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I would actually need to get what the marijuana uh, usage is, and, and that we can actually do that a little later. But to think that marijuana usage is much higher than cigarette usage these days is, is insane. Yeah, because like we, it's not hard to imagine, though. Yeah, of course. But we were talking in pre-production. Marijuana is still legal. I mean, illegal in multiple states. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So majority states. Re- recreational, for sure. Yeah. So to uh, to still have that weighing on it and it still outpaces the usage, that's pretty uh, just lets us know like where, where we're headed, I would think. That's kind of what I get from it. I st- I still don't think we get we legalized in every state sometime soon. I still think for for all 50 states, you might not ever see that, but um, we still got about 10 years to go for about for every single one of these states or for at least 40 out of 50 states Mm -hmm. to go recreational. No, I think we have a lot of time and the states that we're sitting in are going to be some of the last Louisiana, Texas. Um, Arizona. I agree. Um, I think it's like a felony in Arizona or some shit like that, or or Oklahoma or, or one of those two. Unless you have a medical card. Yeah, I agree though. But nah, that's a good thing, man. People, y'all need to put them cigarettes down, bro. Oh my gosh, please. That, that's the greatest. Cigarettes. That's all I say. That's the best thing that I'm getting out. That's of That's the best news about this. Yeah. Cigarette usage in the United States, or at least admitting uh, admittance. To cigarette usage in the United States is down to eleven percent. Yeah, that's good. Thank you, but that just means they're gonna they're gonna jimmy that weed to uh. <laughs> I'm gonna, we're gonna have to homegrown this thing. I was about to say because once they make it a business or industry. Oh my god! Once big like <laughs> big what they call big it? tobacco. Yeah, yeah. Once that goes away, oh my god, big weed, <laughs> big big marijuana. <laughs> please, please, somebody save burner. Nah, facts. Keep like, yeah, keep burner safe at all times. Yeah, Wiz, keep him safe. Keep Mike Tyson safe. Yeah. Uh, let's see who who else is out there. Uh, Urkel, we got to keep that purple Urkel safe. Yep, yep. Uh, Nip. Oh my Aaron gosh. OG. Yes. Um, it's a bunch of shit out there. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, but yeah, I feel like that's definitely. Are we gonna have a big marijuana one day? Yeah, you have to, bro. You know, they, they have to regulate everything. That's their problem. I just thought about something. I can guarantee you almost 50% of the cigarette usage has gone into vape usage. Uh, nicotine, pure nicotine. So it's really not doing no good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gosh. They tried to get us with that. So they're not smoking cigarettes anymore. But that's when the... The jewel, mm-hmm. the the puff bar, extra puff bar king. They trying to get rid of that too. Puff though. bar plus 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 watermelon. Right, lemon. Oh my god. On gosh. the side, lemon on the side. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a water. I'm like, damn. Like how many flavors come come in puff bar plus? Yeah, this is disgusting, bro. Um, two thousand puffs. I thought they were putting an end to that though, like vape or some type of vapes. I thought they had banned. They, they banned NBA. all flavored. Jewels. Okay. So, like when Jewel used to have like mango and watermelon and all of that, they banned it to where you get mint, you get like tobacco, like original flavor, uh, things like that. Yeah. But 
the other ones, the puff bars, things like that, that gave them free reign to do whatever they wanted. Gotcha. But, you know. So I, I feel like it's transferred. It's not just people have just gone to smoking weed. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely not. And when it comes to the nicotine and when it comes to the tobacco, those are those are very strong when it comes to usage. Always. I think it's always going to be like that. I don't think people are ever going to stop smoking cigarettes. People who really smoke cigarettes smoke like packs a day. I don't think they will ever stop smoking cigarettes. That's so player. Player? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Nothing no. player about that. No, I've, to this day, I've never smoked a cigarette in my yeah, life. Me neither. Yeah. Um. No, never. That's. Oh yeah, that shit disgusting. It's actually me. gross to think about. Yeah. Um, it's nasty. But it's all good. I know people do it. I've seen to, people to do each it. their own. Yeah, bro. Just um. Not, not I do advise you to quit. And one of the easiest ways to quit smoking cigarettes is to use weed as your alternate. I know a lot of people that quit smoking cigarettes, uh, not even with weed, but they've used CBD. They've used Delta flower because um, a lot of times it's an oral fixation or it's a hand fixation. Yeah, it's like you have to have that in your hand. Yeah, yeah. You have to blow smoke out of your mouth some yeah. type of way. Yeah. So if you can use something like a CBD that still gives you an effect or like a, a weed or a, a Delta that gives you some kind of effect. Yeah. Uh I know people personally that have quit quit smoking cigarettes doing mm-hmm. that. Yep, yep, yep. Like you said to each his own, man. If you want to smoke cigarettes, puff bars, jewels, whatever, just be safe. Do it up. Yeah, do do what you do. Yeah, just be safe with it, man, because that shit is killing us. It it, it is it, like, at alarming literally, rates. Literally yeah, at alarming like, rates for sure. Um, <clears throat> there was a crisis that went on with children dying over it, but uh, let's move on. Are we ready to get into music? Yes, sir. The week is past. And uh, DJ Khaled's God Did has came in at number one on the Billboard Top 200 albums. Yep, yep, just like we would have expected. Yeah, you know. Um, But he did have a battle on his hands. He did have a battle on his hands for that number one spot, which is crazy. With Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, in his 17th week, was still at number two. He's been in the top two for 17 weeks. I don't know if you remember, uh, even when Rod Wave dropped, there was a battle with Bad Bunny when... NBA Youngboy dropped. There was a battle with Bad Bunny. Um, and the talk that we had a few minutes ago was Bad Bunny is Drake. He's he's Drake to the Spanish culture. Like, not that's not an exaggeration. At all. I'm not going overboard. I'm not going underboard. That man is large and fucking in charge. As if not even just the Spanish community. Here, I know people that don't even know Spanish that bob to his no music. Facts. I was gonna say that because I've actually had that conversation with people like, Yeah, like, do you listen to Bad Buddy? And I'm like, No, but I have heard songs where I'm like, I know this song sounds, I mean, it sounds good, like, I can hear it, I just don't know what he's saying, but I know it's a good song, I can tell. Yeah, I just. I I can't listen to something and I don't know, I don't know what's what being say. said. Yeah, exactly. Of course, I know he's not saying fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you the right. entire time, like right, I, right. I or something stupid. I know obviously if he's connecting with his people or with the people, um, that he's the lyrics, yeah, the lyrics yeah. resonate. Right. Exactly. Um, but to speaking to his popularity. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah, yeah, he's a superstar. He bro. is insanely huge. Like, like so global. And if he's in his 18th, 19th week of his album being out and still battling people for number one, he's going crazy. Yeah, man. That's just big shout outs 
to him. He, he sold yeah. 105. Uh, DJ Khaled came in at 107, like we said. So close battle, super close battle there. Quiet storm. Yeah, you know, no, loud, loud storm. Part two. No, for, keep it 100. <laughs> we're going to get right back to what we were talking about, but I heard it's about to go fucking down. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it's about to go crazy outside. Facts, facts, facts. Uh, but no, DJ Khaled coming in at number one, like we said, 107. Um, I think that's well deserved. Um, now, I still feel the same way about this album. It's not my favorite DJ Khaled. God did. We said it was, it was supposed to feel godly. I didn't feel godly after listening to it, but. After track two, I didn't feel godly anymore. I feel like No Secrets with uh, Drake, Drake the and then God did with mm-hmm. Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, uh, Jay Z. That gave that vibe. It did. I feel like after that, it got more, um, less regal. Right, right, right. Yeah. I agree. Um, but well deserved, man. It's, it's a super, superstar studded album. Of course, it's going to sell well. I'm glad he did get that number one spot. Cause of if course. He, if he did, of course. he, he would have been uh, upset. You know, you know, when he doesn't get number one, DJ Khaled has shown in the past that he's liable to do anything to get that number one spot. Absolutely. So it's good that he didn't have to, you know, do nothing crazy, <laughs> go out his way to get that number one spot. But shouts out to bro, man. That's big ups. Um. Yeah, I saw a lot of the legends. Talking about this album, I saw a lot of big ups. I've seen people call this a classic, Corey. Mm-hmm. I'm I love I love DJ Khaled. I love this album. This is stacked full of hits. Um, it's stacked full of <clears throat> big artists, and I think this is one of his one of his uh, best albums to date for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I need more time before I, I give a, a classic out, but right now I'm not gonna say so. It's not a classic to me right now at all, okay. by, by any means, and that's not taken away from the quality of the work. No, the album's that was great. It's good music on there. Most like, people like can't said. make this album. Yeah, absolutely not. But man, I haven't been out a week. I'm not calling it a classic. There hasn't even like hasn't even grasped me like that. Like, there's nothing like even pulling me back to it right now to even want to like love it and, and listen to. It. I just want to do that as a fan. But the music is not pulling me. You know what I mean? So right. No, it's not a classic. It's not a classic at all. I don't think so. Not right now. It's too early. Is the the title, I mean, the song title, mm-hmm. God Did, is that song a classic? Does it have classic potential? It has classic potential, absolutely, because it's the like the longest Jay-Z verse that he's ever recorded. And on top of that, he was actually saying shit within the words. It wasn't like he was bullshitting on the verse. I was going to say the reason why a lot of people were saying this was more so a classic was because whether it was between Wayne uh, or Jay-Z, both of them began to highlight the beginning to the middle to the end of their careers the entire time. Uh, Wayne talked about his influence, whether it's face tats, um, his dreads, things like that, that that he made rappers do. Mm-hmm. Um, or you get to see something like nine years ago or almost 10 years ago, Jay-Z get on um, Pound Cake with Drake and he talks about the millionaires he made. Yeah, And you listen to him on God Did and he's talking about the billionaires he made. It's amazing, bro. So you get to kind of see things come full circle for these men. He's 52 now. Which is crazy. I'm like, damn, you still rapping this good in your he's 50s? He's 52. Damn, Jay getting old, man. Um, So when you start to think about it like that, I go, yeah, that that song might be a classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. Now, of course, like I said, I'm not giving that term out 
a week after the album drops. No, no, but it has the potential. I agree with you. That definitely, that's probably going to sit in one of Jay-Z's all-time verse. Uh huh. I would even say, um, not for Wayne all-time, but that Wayne verse is nothing to be played with at all, bro. Absolutely. Like, he, he killed that. Um, I actually had somebody ask me this last week, like, what was my favorite? And I'm like... Obviously, the J verse is going to be my favorite because that's just like we just said. He that's said a, more. Yeah. That's a crazy verse. That's an yeah. all-time like great verse like you mentioned. But Wayne, I was like, it's a close second with Wayne. Even though he didn't have, you know, as many um, bars and he didn't go as long, Wayne put up an A-plus verse on that song. And like, and I'm not saying this is what you're doing. Uh, stop. Stop comparing these verses, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if we're going to compare Jay-Z and Lil Wayne like we always do, stop using these two verses to compare them. Yeah. Jay-Z put down 84 bars. You can't compare anything to that. Well, yes, you can because Lil Wayne went in the booth and, and ripped it for like 400 bars. Yeah. But um, you can't really compare it to something like that. Nah, like. Man. Especially not now. Yeah. And we shouldn't. Yeah. Like you said, <laughs> just um, Jay's an OG, man. 52. Wayne is... About to touch forties, if not already in his forties. I think he's about. I think he's like thirty nine. But um, like at this point in their careers, let's just appreciate them. The fact that they're still in the game, still giving us quality rap verses like this, bro. And in their forties and fifties, like that's unheard yeah. of. You like you're I mean? right. He's thirty nine. Thirty nine. Yeah. But that's just unheard of, man. So yeah, I agree with you. Let's stop pitting our greats against each other. Uh, what did, what did Cole say? Why can't two legends just coexist? Like that's for real, bro. Like we shouldn't we shouldn't be pitting them against each other ever. Oh, I was pitting them against each other. Not you. I just said we shouldn't pit them against <laughs> each other with these verses. <laughs> nah, man. Nah. We can't pit Carter uh, against no, Carter. No, of course, of course. We oh can my do that. gosh. No, within these two verses, we shouldn't. But yeah, if we wanted to have that conversation, we could. We could for sure. And that'd be a hell of a battle. Yeah. Um, do you think Swiss and Tim? Are gonna do this, or do you think Versus is gonna? Uh, do you think Triller is gonna do this? <laughs> Triller's gonna pull that one from right up underneath their ass. Are they gonna continue this with a different name, back to back, head to head, <laughs> head to head? That's a good one. No rapper's gonna want to do head to head. Remember the one we said against. <laughs> <laughs> if Versus nah. has to change their name, it's nobody's over. gonna do it. No, 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 it's over. Okay. I don't think they have to get there. Hopefully not. But um, Versus like that name holds weight it explains the show you know what i mean i'm just gonna say i'm gonna ask something before you move on you said you don't think it's gonna get that far you think they're gonna get the versus name back yeah i do all right did we say he did one hundred seven thousand uh <laughs> first week we did dj cali did one hundred seven thousand. um do we want to speak to the fact that uh rod wave put up more numbers than this yeah, Rod Wave sold 115 when he debuted at number one. Um, so, yeah, that's a great question. What What is this telling us about the music industry or what is this telling us about DJ Khaled? Um, this could be saying a multitude of things. The first thing that it could be saying is Rod Wave is a lot bigger than everyone thinks he is. Uh, yeah, I think I think Rod Wave, I think we can call him a superstar. I was going to say, yeah, the, that's, that's why I wanted to say that first because... I don't want to disrespect Rod Wave in any way by saying yeah. this. Respect to him. Absolutely. He is more than likely way bigger than everybody thinks he is. I can agree with that. Um, the second would be either DJ Khaled's album is not resonating 
or third would be DJ Khaled's popularity isn't at the point where he would do those type of numbers album dropping right now. Yeah. And honestly, I think it's a little bit of all of them. Could be. Okay. Um, I, I definitely think DJ Khaled has the popularity. Don't get me wrong, but he's not at his peak. And he's like the best at promoing an album. Right. I mean, the best. Right. But he's and like I said, he's not at his peak. This is not 2015. DJ Khaled. This is not. I'm, I'm on one. He had a number one single on this album. Uh, Staying alive. Staying alive. Yeah, yeah, but but still, man. Um, what he didn't have nothing else behind it. God did, yes, but like outside of that, there was nothing else behind. It. I think he he just always has so many different songs that hit differently. Like they all pulled you a in different, different directions. Way. Yeah, you know. Okay, and it's just like God did not yet for me. I'm not saying that it doesn't have it, but I just think not yet. But um, his popularity, I think, definitely plays into that. I definitely think the sound music. I don't think we appreciate the compilation albums like we once did before. I think it may be not all the way dated, but on its way to being dated where it's like, uh, yeah, those are cool, but we don't really like look for those anymore. Well, it's gotten to the you're right. Uh, it's gotten to the point, though, that we almost look at DJ Khaled like a rapper. So we expect an album from him every two years. We usually don't. Mm-hmm. You don't expect an album every year or two from um DJ Drama or from uh, why is Metro, Metro Metro Boomin Mustard any of those Pierre mm-hmm. uh, well Pierre raps yeah. but um most of those big artists Tay Keith you don't expect them to drop an album every two years right. but now we expect that from DJ Khaled maybe we shouldn't I mean shit he did that though it wasn't like we we wanted that to happen he did that okay God did that. <laughs> You're right. No, no. This you know is exactly what he wanted to be. God did. Yeah, God did that. But no, nah, uh, definitely, bro. That's he built his career on that. Okay. He built his career as being looked at as a rapper. Where we expected an album every one to two years from DJ Khaled. He's been doing that since 2016. No, you're right. Yeah. So I'm just saying that's probably a factor. I was, and I was gonna say that plays into yeah. it most since yeah. 2016. For sure, man. Nothing's For sure. forever. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. The rappers that were the biggest in 2017 are not the biggest anymore. The rappers yeah. that were the biggest in 2018 are not the biggest anymore. I mean, so, mm-hmm. yeah. And if you think about it like that, this is still great for DJ Khaled. What do you mean? For you to still be putting out number one albums. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've been, this time. you've been putting out number one albums since 2016? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so um, even in everything we're saying, of course, we were never saying anything bad about yeah. the album. Hats off to, uh, to DJ Khaled. God did. Um. Yeah, but we can go ahead and move on. Let's do it. We gonna. Are you want to move into singles mm-hmm. or? Uh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. Little baby, he dropped a track called Detox. Yeah, man. So moving on to the the number one rapper in in the world. Yeah, we got a lot say. to say about little baby. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So the song Detox. Uh. How did you How did you like it off a of first listen? I loved it off a of first listen. Uh. I know y'all felt a little differently about it, but the moment I heard it, I was riding around. So um, it sounded great. Mm-hmm. Lil Baby has a million different pockets that he gets into every song. Yeah, bro. He switches the beat a thousand times. That's why he's so great. Yeah. That's why he's so great, for sure. Um, but yeah, so with me first listen, um, I told you, so it was Thursday night, midnight. I played it, and I just played it on my phone. Music, volume wasn't even all the way up, so like, I didn't hear it the way I should have heard it for the first time. 
So, you know, in the group chat, we were just like, mm, it's all right. Yeah, I didn't listen that night that y'all were sending a thousand songs right. to the phone. Exactly. So then Friday, I didn't listen to it at all. Okay. Saturday, though, I was playing this song from sun up to sundown. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Once I finally got to, um, I played it out the speaker, then I heard it in the car. So I'm, I'm hearing it the way that I need to hear it. And I'm like, okay, Baby has dropped another single on us that's going to ride. He did in a minute. Uh, we get detox here. And then he had another one. I can't remember the name of it, but that nigga not missing, bro. I never expected Lil Baby nah. to miss. We knew he wasn't going to miss. And even yeah, if yeah, the beats sure. or the vibe didn't sound right, his lyrics are always going to sound right. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't expect anything more. This is the type of music Baby makes. It sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah, he dropped the video. I didn't get to catch it. but I didn't a video see the video. Already out and everything. Um Baby's on the way. Um, you know, along with this, he also let us know that we're getting the album. Yeah, he announced his album. It's only me. It's only me to be coming out in October. October 14th. October 14th. So still a month away, but um, Baby's on the way, man. And he's about to have the this last quarter of the year. He also dropped cover art. It's a, a picture of him on Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, yeah, it's it, hard. All of the four pictures are him, him as a child, and then him growing up as a rapper. That shit hard, bro. It, it looks great. Um, he has really good cover art. Yeah, it, it's still on the same like artistic look of my turn. I was gonna say it looks kind of like my turn. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the same artist did it. Yeah, I want to say that looks pastel. Is that what it is? Maybe nigga, look- nigga, what, <laughs> are you really art classing this right now? Nah, bro, because I like the way it looked. It looked like a it's colored pencil, nigga. Color- <laughs> what are you talking about? It's colored. It's colored pencil. pencil. He did this right. shit with. Rose art. Right, right, right. Uh, but nah, man, that shit is hard, bro. I cannot wait to hear this nigga's album. Like I said, he's going to have the whole rest of the year to himself, man. Number one artist in the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this now. I didn't see all those goats down there. Um, Was it just one goat on the last album? I think it was just one. Okay. Yeah. How many is it on this one? Two? Three. Three. There's a white there's one a behind them. Yeah, yeah and then there's two goats on the side. Okay. Um, I'm excited for this, man. Yeah, it's it's little baby. Like we said, uh, the biggest biggest rapper in the world. So you know he's gonna always uh, come through and just produce the best music. So obviously we're looking forward to that. Um, moving on along, still staying with little baby. We told y'all maybe the last part of the one before that that his documentary was finally being released. Untrapped, untrapped on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. The baby's documentary. We watched it. How do you feel, little baby? Did you call him the baby? I just said the baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. My bad, but Dang, yeah, we can't say that in these <laughs> yeah, times. My we, bad. Um, <laughs> I did. I finally got to watch it. Did you watch it? Yeah, man. I watched this shit twice. Okay, I yeah. only got to see it once, uh, and I saw the last thirty minutes of it over again. Uh, but this was really incredible to watch. Yeah, they they did a really great job with this, man. A really great job. This was the first time that I really got to see. Lil Baby as a child, mm-hmm. Lil Baby's upbringing. Of course, we heard stories that he never wanted to rap, um, that he was already out in the streets, he was doing his thing. Right. But you got to see and hear a lot about this, how much he was making in the streets, mm-hmm. why he wouldn't have wanted to be rapping. They said this, this nigga was fucking up millions, millions of dollars in high school and shit like that. In the streets. Yeah. Millions of dollars. That's what like the, they the said was in, in junior high, you could have walked past him he had ten thousand dollars in his pocket. Imagine that, bro, being like fifteen years old. Junior, that's thirteen, fourteen, yeah, twelve. That's, that's crazy. With ten racks in your pocket, just walking through the hallways. 
Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. Like seeing, obviously, we knew about the the come up of the rapper side, like we said. But seeing um his foundation, his family, you know, being with his children, things like that, things that you just don't always get to see with rappers. Uh, it was good to see that. That's that's actually how they started the documentary. You hear a lot of people say like, "I'm good everywhere. I'm good in the hood." Shit like that. When you see little baby. That's when like niggas have whole neighborhoods behind them, like cities. Yeah, something Counties. like that. Yeah, whole city and county behind them. Um, like everybody loves you in the city. Like they saw you grow up as a kid. You didn't move around different places to where you were in the same spot. You met the same people. Like mm-hmm. everybody grew to knew you. Like grew to know you. So mm-hmm. it, it was it was one of those things. He was he was one of them. Um, you got to see how he came up as a rapper. Um. How you saw my dog blow. Uh, he turned into a superstar off of yep. my turn. Um, there was a lot in it. Yeah, man. It was Like I said, it was packed with just everything. Um, but yeah, like you said, we got to see the come up. So obviously we know Baby didn't start rapping until 2017. So he went to prison 2015, got out 2017. Um, but that was when he first started rapping. So we've talked about this before, bro. Baby got so good at rapping so fast because he was just consistently dropping music so it's just like he blew up as soon as he started rapping bro but it just it was so fast like you normally don't see that with artists like you may some artists may be hot and they may have their time but you don't see somebody go from literally the bottom starting out to the top in like three years i mean but the way i just explained it it makes all the sense in the world to me okay so we got somebody that's from the trap. So he's got the streets already, number one. He's got the money to not only record, but to push and to work this record. Mm-hmm. And he's good. On top of that, he's spitting real shit. So if you already got the money to work your record, say you needed $100,000 to work your fucking record. Right. He has the money to do that. He has the hood behind him to listen to it and to spread the music. He's got the backing. Yeah, yeah. This this makes a lot of sense why he blew up so quick. Thug put him in the game. Yeah. I love him, man. I love it. It really uh, made me become even a bigger fan of Little Baby more than I already was before I watched it. Like it just got personal. Like you said, we got to see him um, at the local corner stores. You know, in his community, talking to people. So. You got to hear his community talk about him. Right. It was just, bro, it was just, it was good from start to finish, man. I loved it. I loved it. I'm going to say something, guys, that I always denied. This is the first time I watched it, and I was like, oh, he's doing shit like Lil Wayne. Mm, you did say that. Now, of course, if you were around for 06, 07, 08, 09, you knew that the fan base was much larger on Lil Wayne's side. Like, it's not as large as Lil Baby, as you might see. Lil Wayne did it much bigger. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I understand the kids now. I understand the teenagers, the young adults that are looking at Lil Baby, and they're going, no, he's the new Lil Wayne. He's doing this like Lil Wayne. Nobody's done a run like this since Lil Wayne. We might be right, Kari. Yeah, I, I would agree. It's the uh, it's the impact, like you said, that you can have on, on people, that you can have on communities and neighborhoods that you grew up in, but also communities that you've never even been to. You know, like Lil Baby, yes, he was loved in Atlanta always, but then this nigga is loved worldwide. You know what I mean? So 
the impact, the influence when it comes to fashion, um, his style of rap, like all of that, like Lil Baby created a whole different sound of rap. Now, right. now it's niggas that sound like Lil Baby, you know? So I definitely agree as far as comparing him to Wayne, um, as far as the impact that they had. It's it's the same. Now Drake, Drake's run was big. It wasn't like Lil Wayne though. It was different. I don't know if I don't know how to really explain it, but the way Lil Wayne blew up, it was different. Mm-hmm. And Drake's run was a lot larger when you think about it in the grand scheme, but Wayne's felt bigger. Yeah. I'm trying to see how we could really explain that to us. So so that's why I didn't want to add Drake into the biggest come up since then. Mm-hmm. Because Lil Baby's is more like Lil Wayne's. The same way LeBron might be the best, but Kobe played more like Michael. Mm. Le- Lil Wayne's is more like Lil Baby's. Drake's mm. might have been the biggest run out of all of them, but this is more comparable to Wayne. Mm. That was good. Okay. 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 Am I shooting? You potting. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just wanted to make just wanted to make sure my shot was <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good shit, good shit. I had to bounce back. Let's get back to the defense <laughs> now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Nigga scored this shit. Yeah, but overall, this was this was an incredible documentary. Yeah. I'm going to spin back and watch this over again. I'll probably watch this multiple times. Definitely. I can't say this is inspiring just because all the, the women have like made this like bad to say it was inspiring <laughs> really? it took a little baby documentary to inspire you niggas i was like oh my damn. gosh like damn we can't be inspired by this shit they were like you 25 and a little baby documentary inspires you yes yes bitch what the hell <laughs> this niggas getting money what you mean um, any nigga getting money i'm inspired by but yeah no they uh they they put niggas in their shells for liking little baby i told you before men can't do shit no no we can't do we can't have feelings can't have fun we can't cry no you know what i'm saying we can't laugh we can't do no we can't have fun we can't be angry i can't hang out with the bros you always with the bros now you now i love my bros i do love my bros like i'm sorry (laughs) okay and this is another conversation that like some things had to be understood like and i know there's gonna be backlash on this i was asked why men pick their friends over women in instances Mm -hmm. and it was so hard for me to drive the point home to them that i was like they were like just because you've known them longer Yes. I was going to say, it could be as simple as that. Yes. These (laughs) guys have been consistently loyal to me since I was X amount. And even if that outlasted the relationship by two years or three years, that's why. I mean, but I I know there's some women and some men uh, that they're like, no, I'll, I'll drop everything for you right now. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, to each his own with that as well, but... I just hate how it's like men can't love on their friends just like how women love on their friends. No cap. No, I mean, we're not loving on them like the way you know they what love I mean, on each but other. Like, I, I can tell you I love you or like. Of course. Like, we do tell the bros we love right, each other. You know what I'm saying? Like every time I'm, I'm like, bro, I hope you get home safe. Like, nigga, no ch- cap. check in. We always like if we out together, we all text when we make it home. Like, why can't we do that? Uh, Someone or some generation somewhere before us made all of that soft. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear that shit. They made all of that. Well, quote unquote, soft. No, we don't. We don't. We don't abide by by shit like that. I mean, yeah, bro. 
we let niggas know. Uh, I love all when my they, niggas, Yeah, bro. we let niggas know we love them, uh, that, you know, we back in the crib, safe shit like that. Absolutely. And if you get rowdy while we out, we will still sleep you. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so, like. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, so, like, that's that's the type of shit. Like, <laughs> so what is we talking about? Real talk. Don't play. Uh but yeah, were, were we still on Little Baby? Nah, we can really move out of Little Baby. Uh, but once again, check out that documentary. If Untrapped you Prime. Untrapped. It's actually when you th- when you finish the documentary and you hear the name of the documentary again, it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like ah, there it is. Yeah, he's untrapping. Yeah. He he might be untrapped now. Right. Or is that what you want Stacey Abrams to think? <laughs> Holy shout shit. Out Stacey Abrams. Nah, I'm just playing. Uh, shout out, baby. They made a lot of little fucking jokes about that Stacey of Abrams course. meeting. Of course they did. Oh, my gosh. Man, niggas can't do nothing for their community, bro. Everything's a joke, bro. Everything's a joke. Everything's a joke. Lil Baby's been heavy in he's, the, in he's that. Been, uh, uh, Oh my gosh! Activated. Oh my gosh! He's he's city councilor. Like yeah, he's, bro. he's at all the council meetings. Oh my gosh! He's on his promo run. He's PTA board. Absolutely. Um, yeah. He's a, he's on Jason's uh, snacks at school on Saturdays and uh, Mondays. Team mom and shit. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yep. Bro. You say team mom? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about little baby. I know. I should have said team dad. I was Dominique. Just, I, I was just making a reference. Nah, dog. You gotta apologize to baby, bro. I can't call him. You can't. Nah, dog. Yeah, that's that's my fault. Nah, man. Shout out, baby, bro. Fuck wrong with you, bro. (laughs) My fault, cause it. Nah, he gonna he gonna he gonna hit you about that. Yeah, bro. I know. And he gonna see if you hit about it. Yeah. You gonna hit about it with baby? Have you seen, all that shit we just talked about? Have you seen that new TikTok? And they like, yo, uh, they said, come to the set and handle your DP. Nah, I ain't seen that, bro. All right, man. You got to. Never mind. Whatever, bro. <laughs> Damn it. Whatever. Let's move on, man. DJ Drama and Jeezy. The snowman. The snowman. They're back. And this sounds so gangster grillish, it's not even funny. Man, bro, it sounds like Trap or Die, I swear to God. But this one actually was, uh, it was a different feel to this one. This one's like sped up. The song is called I Ain't Gonna Hold You. Okay. Um. They came in with a KRS One sample, crazy song, bro. I love it. I fucking love the song. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's turned up. It's a, it's like a fast song, like an up tempo song. But uh, Jeezy is still getting his bars off, bro. DJ Drama comes in, you know, with his ad libs at the end. I love this song for a first track out for a tape, especially with Jeezy coming back. He did what he needed to do. Yeah, this one will definitely yeah. ring, ring in the streets, bro. I can hear this in the club, too. Like, it's, it's one of those where I think, like, DJ Drama's going to get this off of his sets. Yeah, and Jeezy has always been the type of artist that no matter how old he is, his tracks always somehow make it into the club. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like, and even <laughs> even his, his shit makes it into the club on movies, nigga. Like, <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. like, we'll be watching movies and hear Jeezy in the club. Like, God damn, nigga, he's in the soundtrack? <laughs> In the club, nigga? I was gonna say this song came out ten years how ago. The, how's the DJ playing you in the club in the movie? Yeah, bro, that's different. Yeah, when you the snowman, I guess you could do that though. Yeah, he's just getting us ready for the winter, bro. That's what it is. Don't do this, car. <laughs> he's just getting us ready, fam. Is he really dropping in the winter? I don't know. I'm just no, he probably about. is dropping a fucking album in the winter because he's the fucking snowman, yeah, bro. <sighs> Definitely should have been podcasting. Yeah, it's all good. Ooh, welcome back to the Loud Storm yeah, bro, with Roger Taylor and Kari Gentry. Going crazy. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, that song, once again, check it out, bro. We loved it. DJ Drama Jeezy. I ain't gonna hold you. Good song. ESTG. He's got a song out called Hell. 
Hell yeah, we played this in pre-production as well. Um, I this, liked it. This is my favorite track of the week. Really? My favorite new track of the week. Yeah. Really? Okay, go ahead. Why is it your favorite? Uh, this nigga starting starting to uh, he's starting to win me over. No homo. <laughs> um, what do you mean? Like, just as like as far as um, is he like your favorite, or are you just listening to him? More? No, I'm not saying necessarily favorite, but the same way about like right before he ended up going away. I came in here for probably about seven to eight weeks straight, and I was talking about how hard 42 Doug been going. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and from the point on that we were like, we need to monitor this ESTG guy. I haven't heard a bad verse, a bad feature, mm-hmm. a bad song. He was on the CMG tape. Of course, he's a signee to, to the label. Yeah. Not a bad verse on there. Yeah. This nigga's hard as fuck. Yeah, bro. I, I couldn't agree more. I was late to the party. I, I we were both on, late. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, we've been on record saying that. I was like, mm, here's another one of these cats. I, I didn't even know how to pronounce his name at first. I was like, is it established? Yeah. Is it Est? E-S-T-G. I'm just like, how do, how do you even say his name? But then I started hearing him more. I learned about his story. Remember, he nigga could have went to the NFL on some shit. Yeah. And decided to just be a rapper instead. So um, I'm definitely loving bro more. I'm listening to him more. You can't like he's on everybody's shit. Like you said, you cannot listen to him like he's everywhere. He was already smoking it for us. It was when chickens Future with Future. I, I was gonna I swear to God I was gonna say that shit too, bro. It was when chickens yeah. dropped that the something switched <laughs> and I was like, Oh, this yeah. nigga's the fucking truth. Yeah, bro. He's the truth. So yeah, uh, Hell by ASTG. That's that's my favorite so far. Check that out. He's going crazy on there like usual. Yep. Um, I didn't even know if that was him at the very beginning because it was almost singy-ish. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, is that ESTG too? Oh, that nigga's very talented. Yeah, bro. man. Check Super that out. Um, Freddie Gibbs, you put me on this. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs dropped too much featuring Moneybag Yo. I was so BSF, I hadn't listened to it yet. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if Benny would like me if I do this. Yeah, man. I, um, I didn't even know this was coming out. I just happened to see it going through Apple Music. I'm like, let me see what Freddie's got going because um, his album is on the way. He's actually been posting billboards all around cities and shit, letting people know that uh, I'm on the way with my album. So I was like, let me see what Freddie's talking about. And um, I was very impressed, bro. Like, Freddie came in on this song just snapping, going crazy, man. The chorus is just amazing. And then Money Bag Yo was like the perfect feature for the song. Money, all right. I can't tell whose verse was better just because Freddie came in nonstop. He didn't, his flow didn't slow down one bit, just going in. But Money Bag Yo got in and did what he needed to do so much on that verse. Like that's, that's A plus Money Bag Yo. He's (laughs) in his bag. He's got something on the way now too. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's popping out way too much. He's on everybody's track. And I like the promo type of artist that I'm going to get myself back hot mm-hmm. by being on every single one of you niggas' tracks. Um, so him being on this was hard as fuck. He was just on Offset's track. I'm sure we got more to come from uh, from Bag. He, I think he was on something the week that the week that we thought he was dropping on 54321 with Offset, mm-hmm. he was on someone else's track that week, remember? Hmm, let me see. See what I can try to find. Because we were like, okay, we, he was supposed to drop with... Oh, yeah, I do remember. He was supposed to drop with Offset, uh-huh. but Offset dropped by himself. Someone else dropped with Moneybag, yo. Mm-hmm. He snapped on that shit. Yeah, I, I definitely agree, bro. Like, he, 
He haven't been missing at all. I'm gonna try to find that song though. Let me see. Oh yeah, the Big Fourteen. It was a uh, with Trippy Red yes. and Offset. Yep. And we were like, "How the fuck does this mesh? Yep, How does yep, this sound yep. good together?" Yeah. And it did. <laughs> and they killed that shit, bro. Man, yeah. God Moneybag damn. Yo is on the way too. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. He's he's smoking it right now. Shout out. We do this every episode. Hey, yo, Gotti, you on that shit, man? Yeah, CMG turning it up, bro. Like, I don't. He's he's on that Mike special sauce that uh from Space Jam. Yeah, absolutely. all the shit that Bugs Bunny and them drank. Uh, that that special water. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, everybody over at CMG is drinking the the Mike special sauce. Um, and then on top of that, word around town is he's he's a single man, is he not? Yo, Gotti? No, no, I'm talking about back. Oh, oh sheesh. <laughs> that is that is been the that's been the word, right? Yeah, well, there's been some some words, some news about some repossession of some vehicles. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> from what I saw, Moneybag Yo had Ari's Bentley or something like that, or it was a Lambo truck. Yeah, I think it was a uh, the, the Urus. Yeah, the the Lamborghini Urus yeah. repossessed. She uh she came back and she was like, he wouldn't do that, but because. What was stated at first was it was repossessed uh, or just straight taken back. Okay. Like niggas weren't paying the bills on some shit? Is that what they were saying? No. Like he called for it to be sent back or something like that. Okay. She said no, he wouldn't do that. And then it actually came out that it was repossessed for non-payment, like you said. Oh, okay. So um, not that he would just take the car back, but he just stopped paying the bill. Gotcha. Same same thing. Same shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? You know, they haven't really confirmed it yet. Not that not to my knowledge. No, they confirmed it. So, um yeah, uh, they someone was able to confirm it with the actual dealership that it was repossessed. No, no, I'm saying like their relationship. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. no yeah. I'm saying I don't really know if they're together or not together. I don't really know. If you quavo with the whip, I would assume quavo they're not together. The whip. <laughs> That's crazy. You just term that. <laughs> Quavo the whip. Quavo the whip. Nah, for sure. Yeah, if, if you Quavo on the whip, you're probably not with Shorty anymore. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to Bag, bro. You know he's he's in his bag. If he's a single man, he's living his best life. I promise you. I promise you right now. If anybody from here on out says they Quavo the whip, and that gets like and that gets big. Nah, yeah. I'm, let me write that down. Like, don't play with me, man. <laughs> like, they Quavo the whip. Quavo the whip, man. That's crazy. I started. It was like uh. Trying to think of something. Damn. <laughs> bling bling. This, right. this is bling bling happening right go. here, man. It's too fucking late though. Right, Damn right, it. Right. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. Are we still in songs? Mm-hmm. We are. Yeah, we we have a lot. Sheesh. Quando yeah. Rondo and NBA Youngboy, they dropped a song called Give Me a Sign. This track is really good. <laughs> now, it's a very good song, man. Uh, you know, Rondo coming off the situation that just happened where his friend, you know, was shot. Um, Quando Rondo never made bad music. No, ever, ever, ever. But uh, he came into this song still on the on the cusp of that. So I feel like this song was very personal, very emotional for him. Uh, right. The verse, you know, he talked about it. He talked about seeing his friend die and how that made him feel and the tears that he shed. Uh, so you felt that. That's why I liked his verse so much. I don't listen to bro a lot, but... I like when niggas give us, you know, that that personal music. Like that's that's what I want to hear. So he went in, young boy went in as well. Um, it's not a bad song at all, bro. I agree with you. Like it's overall, I like the song. I think it's a great song. Um, 
like I said, I I actually did listen to Quando Rondo. It's just um, it was basically if you thought somebody had blackballed NBA YoungBoy after this happened, Quando Rondo's career was damn near non-existent. He couldn't do a show. I'm mm-hmm. sure the sales weren't going to be popping if he would have dropped music. But uh, no, I never thought he made bad music. Never. Um, and of course, we, we don't say that about NBA YoungBoy at all. He we know he makes great music. Um, so yeah, I like this. I wanted to bring this up because um, their manager or NBA YoungBoy's manager, I believe it's both of them, just because they're signed to the same label. Quando signed to NBA YoungBoy. Um, <clears throat> They stated that NBA Youngboy is going to be going on tour, and I think September, which is this month, right? Yep. <laughs> and right Quando Rondo is going on tour as well. Mm. Okay. The first stop is going to be in Chicago, Illinois. Why? This they they trolling, right? Um, I would I would assume. I would assume he's trolling. I really don't know anymore at this point. Yes, I would. I would hope to assume that as well, bro. But at this at this point, I don't even know what to think of these these situations anymore. Now I know Young Boy can go on tour. Um, I even even without Quando Rondo, I don't know how good of an idea the NBA Young Boy show in Illinois in any part of Illinois. Right, like even by himself type shit is what you're saying? I don't care if you're four hours away from Chicago in in Illinois. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think that's a good look, man. Illinois, just, Indiana, Michigan, right. and any All of those surrounding cities. Yeah, yeah. like n- n- none of those places. Or states, I should say. But um, yeah, bro, I just think this is not a good look. It already gives off violence. It already gives off like People's lives could be put in danger. Danger is imminent. Yeah, so it's just like, why? I just want to know the promoter that's going to book this show. Like, I want to. I want to know the venue that's going to that take this show. They won't even. They won't even book Chief Keith in Chicago. I know. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. This one probably end up getting pulled, bro. I just think it's too much like safety that you got to think about, bro. And that's the number one thing. You can't do that. Who the fuck would want to go to that show? I was going to say, even even if I was a fan that lived in Chicago or Illinois, I don't even want to go. Who's selling these? T- I mean, who's buying those tickets in Chicago? And number one, because Chicago is one of those type of spots. I mean, after after the the concert, you got to go back to where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, we just saw you at the Young Boy concert. Yeah, bro. It gets ugly, man. That's all I can say. I don't know. I wonder how many Chicago YB fans are out there. I and mean, that's what I was saying. Like, I know there's probably some fans that live in Chicago or Illinois, but I think even if I'm a fan of them, I still don't want to go to that show because I know what it can bring. That's like being the year 1992 and you're a Bulls fan in Detroit. <laughs> like, you, you fucking wear your, you wear your Bulls shirt under your Detroit shirt. Yeah, for sure. You're definitely, uh, what they call it, the black sheet? Absolutely. Definitely a black shit. The black nigger? <laughs> My bad. My bad. More than likely. Sorry. <clears throat> what else do we want to say? Oh my gosh. Did you see some of that shit that the game said in that interview? Yeah, that was a great interview. Who was he interviewing with? Was that Vlad? I don't even know. Nah, I don't know yet. Okay. The scene, the, the uh, video that I saw just only showed like his face. I didn't see who was actually interviewing him. Okay. But what he said in this part of the interview that we were talking about is that. 
NBA young boy would be the Tupac of this generation or of his generation. I totally agree. I think I've said that for a while. I think I've said this on the podcast. No, yeah, you have. Multiple uh, times. I was going to say multiple times. And, um, you know, we, we, it's just obvious to see. Like, if anybody has that type of uh, trajectory, that type of, like, influence, um, touching the people, like, there's nobody young that could do it. Because we can compare, like, Kendrick Lamar to Tupac and things like that if we're talking about prolific artists and things like that. But we're talking about a young person who has the hearts of teenagers and you know people are that are in this new generation whatever you want to call it it's nba young boy and he's the closest to tupac who's been able to do that at a young age and do it so fast so i definitely agree the reason why i say so and it's crazy just from generation to generation how different someone can resemble tupac because kendrick lamar and nba young boy are nothing alike right but somehow they're both just like Tupac. It's crazy. Um, but it the reason why NBA Youngboy resembles Tupac to me is, of course, he's he's living thug like thug life, the mm-hmm. epitome of thug life. He's young, he's turnt, he doesn't give a damn about anything, especially at the stage of life he's in right now. He's understanding how this music game works and the politics and and the the goods and the evils behind it. Um, He's understanding the part he wants to play in it. And he's realizing just how big he is. He's been in and out of jail just like Pac was. But he's dropping number one albums from the Slammer. (laughs) Shit that nobody's done since Pac did it. Well, Wayne did, of course. But since Pac did, um, the nigga... It resembles Tupac sometimes, even even by his walk, the way he fucking talks sometimes. Um, and I, I don't know. There's just a whole lot of of NBA young boy that just touches the people, and he has the ability to to influence a large group of people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would say. Uh, like Tupac did. Yeah, just like Tupac and just going off of um, what I was saying as well. Tupac did that shit so fast, bro, at a young age. And young boy is literally doing that right before us. But he's like 22, bro. Or I don't, I don't know. I would be 22, 23. You know, and just like for somebody that young. And it started at like 17. He was like 17 when he first got everybody. From 2016 to now. Because that's when... when uh. His first big mm-hmm. single came out, NBA Young Boy, 2016. So he was like a 16, 17-year-old able to touch that many people and in if, a short amount of time. If you think about it with Pac, Pac really came in like 91, something like that, 90, 91, and he died in 96. Mm-hmm. So he only had that five-year span look at that. to do what he did. Yeah. Look, look at another comparison. Look at that. It's crazy, man. But no, I definitely agree uh, with the game. And, um, you know, we've said it before, but if, if we have to pick somebody right now from the young generation, an artist that is close to Tupac, it's NBA Youngboy. Couldn't yeah. agree more. The only thing that, that's different is Tupac came out as that young, calm, loving the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm teaching politics and black uh black history in my rap to the people and then as the world kind of roughed Pac up 
he turned Thug Life. Mm-hmm. Once he came out, he got signed to Suge, and it was full Thug Life from there. I want to see the reverse happen with For NBA Youngboy Young Boy because he's been he's been a thug his whole career. We want to see we want to see this come full circle. We want to see the opposite happen. Mm-hmm. We've said, um, you know, recently we feel like it's it's coming. It's oh, not, yeah. It's not going to be the next album, but within the next two, three, four albums, I think we get there. It, Depending on how long he takes to drop his next album. Well, no, he said he'll be he back in January. January. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said, it won't be the next album. Yeah. But but you can see the growth already. Mm-hmm. For sure. I believe the game in saying that NBA Youngboy is, is the Tupac of this generation or will be the Tupac of this generation for sure. Yep, yep. All right. Um, we still got some more uh, music. Yeah, yeah. YG announced, he announced he's dropping an album. Yep. It'll be titled I Got Issues. His third studio album, he said, is to drop uh, actually September 30th. But this Friday on the knife, he's releasing the pre-order, um, you know, on all platforms. So you can go ahead and get the early save on that pre-save. Um, but so we talked about YG. He dropped a song last week. I think it was called Toxic, the Mary J sample. And you were kind of up in the air with mm-hmm. that. Still feel the same way? It's better. It's better to you? Okay. Um, but how you feeling about YG? You know, third studio album? Not scared about this at all. YG delivers every single album. Um, my what was it? My Crazy? My Crazy Life, bro. And it's crazy. I was just listening to this album like a few days ago. That's one of the best albums from, from the year 2010 to the year 2020. That's one of the best rap albums that's ever came out in those in that 10-year span. Um and I can't remember the one that he dropped after that, the red one with the blurry face, like with the blurry uh, I'll find cover. But YG, he always has good songs on the album. He always has hits. He knows that's one of those people that like we talked about J. Cole. We talked about Drake. They learned how to make a hit. Mm-hmm. So every single album that drops they got hits. Okay, so yeah, still, still brazy. still brazy. What was the one after that? Stay dangerous. Stay in dangerous, and then um, for real, for real, that was the one with Keisha had a baby, shit like that. Yeah, yeah um, that nigga's going damn, bro. He has a way. Every single album that comes out, he has hits. He can drop hits. He has. He knows by the ear what sounds good to the people. This is what's gonna play on radio. Right. He's he's from L.A. He knows uh, origins of that rap sound. Of course, not the New York side, but like the L.A. He knows how to get in people's ear and make the shit ring. Facts, bro. YG, I'm look, now that we looking through his uh, his catalog, bro. I ain't really ever put out bad music. No, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I I am one hundred. Like I'm good. Like he could not even have a single out mm-hmm. by the thirtieth. I'm good with this because, damn. Even if he doesn't have a hit single out. He's going to pull one from that album. Facts. It's going to go crazy. The ladies are going to play this song. It's going to be in the club. My bitch drive a whole white ranch. Hey, like, hey, like, hey. <laughs> the nigga does it every album. Yeah, bro. I couldn't agree more. Uh, YG always been one of my favorite artists. You know, we we listened, bro. We was listening to the YG mixtapes in high school. So, like, we, we know the origin of the YG sound, like you said. I was listening to YG, like, on some Shia model shit mm-hmm. back when we was in junior high. Yeah, bro, like, the, 12, uh, 12 years old. The tooted and booted. Shia model. She walked the run, yeah, bro, way, niggas wasn't on that. Keep running back my way. <laughs> <laughs> niggas was not on that, Nah, bro. y'all wasn't on YG back YG then, man. YG tooted and booted. Tooted and booted. They probably don't even know that song. Usually I tooted and booted, but I'm a keeper. Yeah. So many homes <laughs> I can rent and lease her. Come on, man. Y'all don't niggas know YG like that. Uh, but nah, bro, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, it's called I Got Issues, like I said, on the 30th, end of September. So 
I'm sure uh, we're going to get another single probably in the next couple of weeks, maybe. Because Toxic was was cool, but it wasn't like a real rap song, like a real rap banger. So I think he's going to drop another rap hit. Yeah, that was a slower one. Yeah. He, he's going to have a, a banger, like yeah, you said. For yeah, for sure. For sure. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to that, man. Bryson Tiller. Yeah. This, uh, this was surprising. This was surprising yeah. for me. He's got a new single that's coming out. Um, so this is this seems like he's warming up for an album. This mm-hmm. is coming out on Thursday? Friday. Okay. The, okay. The eighth, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um but wow. Yeah, so obviously he's um you know, he's been making some noise with the Diddy song. But we know that that was actually his song. That yeah, that he just song gave was to Diddy. That song was really old. That song was from like 2016 mm-hmm. to 17 mm-hmm. and he gave that track to Diddy. Diddy turned that song into a hit. To a hit, yeah. Put his own flavor on it. But um Bryson, you know Bryson just been quiet, bro. Like like I said, I was shocked by this because you almost we almost have forgotten about Bryson Tillard, really, since because uh, anniversary didn't really ring like that. He had to, he tried to come back with the Drake feature. You remember we were just like mm, it just it didn't work. It didn't hit. It didn't work. Yeah, it's just we've gotten to the point where Bryson Tiller is another one of these artists in the mix. And this, bro, I hate to say that because he had he had star power. He Man, had what? he had he had potential to be. One of those ones. Man, Trap Soul was like the best shit that came out in 2015, bro. But to be completely honest, we don't throw we don't throw Bryson Tiller the flowers we need to throw him. And that's fucked up. Because if you think about it, the entire era of toxic music, of love songs about being about love, turning into that hurt, hate, toxic vibe. Mm-hmm. It started with Trap Soul. That that vibe of music, that fuck you R and B. Yeah, yeah. It never. It wasn't even there before Bryson Tiller. He's that's Trap Soul is a genre. It's mm. a subgenre. Mm. He started all that. Okay, so mm. the Lucky Day, the Giveon, SZA, Brent. Ari Lennox, Brent, mm. Summer Walker, the style of R and B that they do. He started it. Damn boy. You shooting again. He started it. <laughs> and we throw him in the fucking garbage now, but he paved the way for these niggas. Nah, yeah, facts. He did, bro. And, and I hate that, too, because we've been on record. Um, cause, Shitting on him. No, nah, but because people say he had a sophomore slump. and I He did. Get it, I get it. But, bro, that, that album is still good. It, true, true to Self, is that what it's called? True to Self, yes. But bro, if, that shit is amazing. But if it would have been True to Self, it would have sounded more like the first album. If he would have done Anniversary for his sophomore album, okay. we would look at him different. Mm, think so? Yes, because it's back on the Trap Soul vibe. Yeah. If he would have stayed true to, like, if he would have realized, hey, I, I got, got something. something. Here. Yeah, I got my own genre. Yeah, like you said. yeah, I got something here in this genre. Instead yeah. of, like, the trying to move on to the... Because it's your sophomore slump, you want to try something different because... Niggas don't like to get put in a box. That's usually what niggas do for their freshman album, but his right. freshman album worked so well with what he had. Right, exactly. And, you know, when you have that much success, niggas always like, okay, what you going to do next? And it's like- Roddy Rich. Right. Niggas don't want to get put in a box, so they try different shit, but then it's like, oh, damn, we wanted Traps Old, or we wanted uh, Antisocial. You yeah. You know what I mean? So it happens, bro. He, he should have, in that moment- Realized, okay, I have something here with this this trap soul type yeah. of vibe. Let me work this sweet spot until it doesn't fucking work anymore. Damn, Bryson. But you did get those hits like 
run me dry, stuff like that. It just, that's not that style. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Damn, yeah, he should have stayed, man. Yeah, Bryson, bro. Damn. But nevertheless, he's got a track coming out Friday. I hope whatever track he drops is able to do as well as Diddy's is doing. But we'll see. He's not going to have the push behind this song that Diddy has behind it. Yeah, because I shit, Bryson's just so quiet. Like, he don't. Nobody, he, nobody, he's not on nobody's songs. He's not promoing that song like Diddy's promoing exactly, it. Exactly, so. He doesn't get to do this at the Grammys or at the VMAs. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully the steam from this song is yep. enough for yeah. him, you know, because th- maybe this is like, you know, how Tim's got on uh, the, the Kid song and that was uh, enough to push the entire next album. Mm, okay. Less, it could be. Maybe we can, maybe we can help. Bryson push his entire next album. Facts, because even though uh, "Gotta Move On" has been out for a while now, I feel like it's right now catching its high point. Just in this last two weeks, I'll say this fucking song has shot to the top. Fam, this song is everywhere. Bro. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if we look at uh, today's Monday if we're able to check the Billboard Hot 100 mm. and it's sitting somewhere in the top 30. Yeah, for or sure. the top 40 for sure. For sure. Um. Yeah, that that Diddy yeah, and Bryson Tiller. Get in your bag, stay in your bag. Ooh. She don't want my love. <laughs> I guess hard, I bro. gotta move on. That shit is hard. Bro. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. just the fact that it was pitched down before and mm-hmm. it didn't sound half as good. Maybe there is some Diddy spark. Yeah, bro. Because yeah, I've heard the original. I went back and listened to it in the in the last two weeks as well. I think it was called Serenity. I think the original was called like Serenity or some shit. It doesn't sound as good. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a completely di- different song. It's a little bit slower, and mm-hmm. that the fact that it's slower changes the entire vibe. Yeah, and it's just a bit slower, and mm-hmm. it just ruins it for me. Yeah, bro. But now you may be on to something. Uh, like you said, he may be able to ride the wave of "Gotta Move On" along with his new single into his new album. And don't take that like. He's riding someone else's wave because that's his song. I mean, he's riding his wave in this. Say, like, shit. Diddy's riding his wave. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, I'm looking forward to it, bro. Bryson Tiller, you know, hopefully, I would love to see him get back to that point where he was, bro. Like you said, I just remember us being in our freshman dorm. You had the fucking vinyl. I just, yes. I just never forget that. But, bro, we were listening to Bryson Tiller so much in 2015. So, like, I just want him to get back to that stardom that he had. Bryson Tiller headlocked 2015. Oh, bro, it was crazy. And I always try to think about if certain things were around. Kari, think about if we had Instagram Reels Mm. or TikTok when the don't trend was out. Went crazy. When you were holding to see the don't. Yeah, bro, that shit would have went crazy. (laughs) He would have been up so many M's off of that. Oh, my God. He would have been at the top of those TikTok uh, music trends lists or uh, charts crazy, things like bro. that oh my gosh hell yeah nah uh, what was the other one exchange I think that was the one that went fucking he crazy he had a few now, yeah exchange was the other one that went crazy that's the one that uh, yeah J. Cole tried to say he had the beat all along but yeah we, we know he we, did <laughs> he had it first get the but fuck yeah. out of here he did man. bro the producer confirmed it but it's all good self-righteous right my wrongs oh on there to in it Yes, five hundred two come up. Oh uh, yeah, Rambo. Rambo. Yep. Oh my <laughs> gosh, let them know, uh, bro. This the motherfucking five hundred two come. Up. Sorry, not sorry. Jeez, oh that was my a SoundCloud bangers. That oh he, that he threw my on the album. So okay, yeah, no, that yeah, that's the there, deluxe. Man. That's deluxe. Let me let me go. Let me go see the actual regular one. I from, wasn't from there, bro. Yeah, we still had right my wrongs. Been at 
been that been way. That way. Oh man. Sorry, not sorry. Five oh two come up. Don't for however long exchange. Let them know. Yeah, bro. Such a great album. Yeah. Such a great album. Yeah, he he was a twenty fifteen champion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you you were the reason for a lot that year, my yeah, guy. For sure. Man. Sh- shout out Bryson Tiller. Yes, sir. Let's move on. Kodak Black. He's in the he's <laughs> in the media for a couple of different reasons this week. Yeah, he is. Kodak Black said he doesn't let his daughter watch Minnie Mouse because she's a rat. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. This shit had me crying when I first seen it. Now there's some things that are just wacky. These this is one of them. Yeah. Tell, I, tell I, me why he's wacky. No, listen, I get it. She's a rat. Mm-hmm. You can't fuck with no snitches, which are rats, right? Correct. So if Minnie Mouse labels as a rat, mm-hmm. Kodak Black can't associate it with any rats. Agreed. If you see a rat, rat trap, <laughs> put the cheese out. I was going to say. <laughs> now you did. So like, no, nah, no rats in the house. No rats allowed, bro. On the house, on the TV. I was going to say, in the house, none of that. We good. Um, are you letting your your kids watch Minnie and Mickey Mouse? Yeah, bro. I'm letting my kids watch Mickey Mouse, bro. Minnie Mouse. I don't know if I can fuck with them rats, Corey. <laughs> Mickey, what is it called? Mickey Mouse Playhouse, all that shit, bro. Rat ass shit. niggas. Nah, bro. It's a baby. Fucking rats, Corey. Nah, this shit was hilarious, bro. Cause like, if you really go into that extreme where it's like my baby can't watch, oh cartoons, no, it's insane. It's insane. Are you really that street? No, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, are, let's really think about it though. Like, are you really that street? No, where? you're no, you're institutionalized. It. <laughs> no, like for real. No though. real shit. <laughs> like for real. No bro. real shit. Like, it's a do you know how many years in the pen you have to do to come out and be like, my fucking daughter ain't watching these motherfucking rats, nigga. You think you think these niggas is watching that shit in the motherfucker? We don't watch Tom and Jerry, bitch ass nigga. I uh, see, and that's a classic, bro. I gotta watch. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I can't fuck? watch. Do you know how many, how many inebriated what? and high nights in college I spent just watching Tom and Jerry? Bro, I watched Tom and Jerry like my entire life. That is the greatest shit ever. Yes, they bro. don't even have to speak. <laughs> Them niggas have me glued to my TV for three hours. Bro, imagine that. That's probably one of the greatest like shows ever. Absolutely. They, they just made a show about a motherfucking cat and a mouse chasing each other. Corey. Listen to this real talk and and listenership, viewership, listen. It could be sober or high. Yeah, facts. I could spend three hours watching a cat chase a cartoon <laughs> mouse and not get him. <laughs> right. He never gets him. And the thing about and you know that. I swear to God, I was gonna say the <laughs> thing about it is I know he ain't gonna get him. No matter how close he get, because he get close to the bitch. I, I just wanna see hey. what this nigga's gonna try next. Thanks, bro. And I feel like that shit genius. I feel like the show started in the, like the 1940s. Yeah, that shit been out forever, bro. And nigga, I still ain't seen all them episodes. <laughs> nah, I facts. still I still have missed 48,000 ways this nigga has not caught this fucking mouse. Nah, bro. Facts, bro. But that shit is genius when you think about it. I just want to see him put out cheese on a rat trap. That's it, man. Just get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. If somebody if somebody here is an animation, can somebody please just make an animation of Tom just fucking killing Jerry? Yeah, bro. That shit I, would be fun. I need to see it. I need to see his ass get snapped in that rat trap just for my own well-being. I'll pay somebody to do it. Like, bro, just, just kill him. You're, you're a sick Negro, bro. 
<laughs> this is a sick Negro. <laughs> bro, you said you would pay somebody for your well-being to see that, bro. You're sick. I will pay somebody <laughs> that's a cartoonist to make yeah. a cartoon of Tom and Jerry just so in my whole life I can finally see him nah, get got. Because right. Jerry needs to get his ass got. I always was on Tom's side because that little sneaky fucking Jerry, man. man Jerry fucking, what they say, um, elusive, bro. Nigga, he that was nigga, bro. He do not get caught. That's like that fly that gets in your car. Oh my god! He tries to chill on the fucking windshield. As soon as you slap, he goes to the fucking back seat. Right, and he there for the whole ride. Oh my, he's there the <laughs> whole ride, yeah, my man. Bro. Uh, yeah, let's get they ass. That's hilarious, bro. But let's go ahead and move on. Um, are we still in this? Okay, yes, we're definitely still in yeah, Kodak still Black in Kodak news. Black, yep. Um, I sent something through to you guys. Here it is. Kodak Black wasn't allowed to perform at the Made of America uh, event. This happened on Saturday, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, He was late to the event. Right. Of course, this is a venue with 20 to 30 artists. You know, of course, once somebody comes off the stage, they have to be able to move in according time. Agreed. Um, But I don't want to say this as a bad thing or as a good thing. Celebrities do... They, they're known for people making a, a special accommodations for them because they're normally very late. I yeah. mean, very late. Yeah. And um, I mean, very late. And he's probably never been turned away. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because so, most people have probably needed Kodak Black there. Exactly. And this, but this one was different. It was a festival. You know, there's, right. there's 20, 30 other artists, like you said. So I'm kind of on the fence. I see both sides. I see both sides. Like you said, when it's a festival, bro, there are tight schedules. Uh, if if your performance time is ten minutes, you on the stage, and once those ten minutes are up, you got to get off because there's another person that's got to get up there. Absolutely. You know what I'm These fans, yes, uh, there there may be fans that pay specifically to see you, but it's a festival, so like they want to see their artists just like how your fans want to see you. So I agree with that. Also with Kodak because he made a video, <clears throat> he did admit that he was late, but he said it, it was just a couple minutes late. You know, so if that is true, if it was only a few minutes, I'm like, bro, I'm already here. I have fans here that want to see me, fans that bought tickets to see me, like, let me perform. The one thing I will say, and I don't know how this entire festival thing works. I haven't been backstage at a festival yet. Um, Corey, if if the show has gone to the point where you're up next and you're not there yet, mm. you're not a couple minutes late. That was the case? He was like, up next, up next? That's what I had heard. Okay. I had heard things on social media. I also heard a radio publication on my way over here this morning. Confirm that? Yeah. Sheesh. If the show was needing to go on without you, you weren't a couple minutes late. Okay. Um, Kodak Black went on to say, made in America some bullshit. If the artists pull up late, they keeping all your money, even though the people paid for their tickets. They don't care about fitting the artists on stage to accommodate the fans. First show ever that don't send a nigga the half front end deposit. That's why they don't care to make the show go on. I pulled up, though. You got a point, bro. But at the same time, you don't. Most ven- Unfortunately. Most venues do send the front yeah. the front end first. You collect the back end after the show. Of course. Um, but there are some big events I heard, you know, like Made in America. Like if you do the Emmys, if you do the Grammys, that's that's sometimes or more than often like a a full back end payment. Uh Um, And he didn't get that. Now, 
I'm sure he would have gotten the full like the full back end if he would have showed up like timely time. did did that entire thing. Um, but we don't know the entire situation, mm-hmm. so uh, sucks that he wasn't able to perform. Sucks that he Facts. that he went all the way out there and wasn't able to at least able. I'm sorry to at least collect the front end, Facts. but um. If that's what they had to do, that's what they had to do, man. Yeah, facts. Like I said, I understand both sides. That's why I said I'm on the fence. Yeah, um, but, same. But I hate I hate it for the fans that ball tickets to see Kodak Black and him being in the building and you still couldn't see him. Because he's one of the biggest artists this year. He's probably the biggest artist out this year. Right. A lot of them came to see Kodak Black. Let's exactly. be real. Exactly. So yeah, I hate that for them. But um, you learn from situations like this. Kodak, yes, I know he said you know he's probably never been late in his life, but... You know, everything that we just explained with a festival, schedules work differently. Um, niggas are, you know, on time. Things got to move. They got to be like a, a fucking engine moving. So Absolutely. Uh, it's just, it's, it's unfortunate, man. But shout out to Kodak. He's still, like you said, one of our favorite artists. Probably had the biggest year so far this year. So uh, he also mentioned that he just want to go back to the studio and lock in on his album. Like, he's not even worried about this. So, you know, we'll get some good music maybe out of this. Hopefully. Um, we can move into other people uh, at the shows. Abel, the weekend. Uh, unless we have more to talk about with Kodak. Okay, so let's get into the weekend. He was slated to perform over the weekend. I'm not sure where it was that he was at. Uh, was L.A. This? Okay, L- L.A. at the SoFi Stadium. I was gonna say I was like, this wasn't made in America, was this? No, no, he's on, <laughs> he's on tour still. He's okay, tour. yeah, yeah. So it was his show at SoFi Stadium, the new stadium in uh, Inglewood. Okay, yeah. So apparently. That night, the weekend came out. He had just previously wrapped up a show in Phoenix, mm-hmm. from what I heard, yeah. and they said that he went nuts. He went crazy. It was a hell of a show in Phoenix, yep. um, to the point where once he got to the SoFi Stadium show, he had lost his voice already. It hadn't come back yet. So after about two songs, he had to stop the show because he couldn't even perform anymore. He didn't have his voice. Um, so he had to cancel the show and walk off. Yeah, I, I think the shows were back to back. There were there was a lot of backlash. You said the shows were back. The Phoenix I, and the I LA show were back to back. They may have been back to back. Okay, or maybe one day in between. I'm not sure. Still, um, that that if you lost your voice, right. for a singer, bro, who, that, that turn that's not enough turnaround time. Yeah, bro. because if you think about how loud the show is, how loud you're trying to project, um, <clears throat> and the fact that if I lose my voice. 30 or I start to lose my voice 30 to 45 minutes into my 50, 60, 70 minute show. That means I'm just blaring and not blaring. I'm just killing my voice for the next 45 to go hard for you niggas to finish the show. Yeah, I'm going to need more than a day and some fucking chamomile tea (laughs) (laughs) to get back on stage in Los Angeles and go another 70 minutes for you niggas. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. Uh, The backlash, I I hated what I was seeing. Um, He pretty much got booed off stage by some people. And I'm just like, I understand you paid money to come see this artist because weekend tickets were, were very expensive, like three, right. three $400 That's plus. what you said. I, I didn't know that. So I understand, you know. But um, he came out before he walked off. He didn't just walk off. He made a speech. He apologized. And he's damn near in tears. You can, you can see it. You can feel it. Like, he's upset that he can't finish the show. But he said, everybody's going to get a refund. I'm going to give you a new date, things like that. And people still are booing this man off the stage and getting on his ass on Twitter. Like, why couldn't you just finish the show? Like, bro, you want him to injure himself? Then he, like, this is his career. This is his life. Yes. Now, me, I'm not saying, I'm not saying yes, but 
Corey, yes. Um, in that moment, you think about not just the men, the ladies. Um, they put on that fucking romper that you have to undress the entire thing just to go fucking pee. Uh, <laughs> you, you put on a pair of fucking heels. You put on your lashes, mm-hmm. your makeup. You did your fucking hair because you want to see fucking Abel. And that's outside of the fact that you paid $450 for a ticket Thanks. for this nigga to come up here and tell you he's horse <laughs> and I'll see you in seven months. Horse, <laughs> right. Next year, because the show's going to be next Yeah, because he's going to finish the rest of this tour and yeah. then go on his world tour yeah, and then yeah. come back and double back this bitch. Or he might double back at the end of his U.S. leg. At the end. They Ho- add it hopefully, the end. they'll add it to the end of the U.S. leg. But it's, it's going to be football season, which is hard because that's why he was doing it now, because you have the arenas because niggas, the season is not starting so i don't know and think about it like this like uh, what i said or on the instance like this all right Corey, say you just cheated on your fucking girlfriend sheesh right you beggar you beggar you beggar to stay she fucking stays with you but you ain't shit right now Mm. like you're in the fucking doghouse how the fuck am i gonna make my girl at least a little bit happy at least a little bit happy with what the fuck i got going on right now because i'm tripping she loves the weekend she does. I'm going to buy me and her or her and her girls, whatever the fuck it decides, two fucking tickets front row to go see fucking Abel. I'm going to tell her to get dolled up. We're going to go out to eat before. Everything's going to be great. And we get to the fucking Abel concert. He does two songs, says that his fucking throat is scratchy, <laughs> and he goes home, Corey. No, look, bro. I wasn't saying... Now my bitch is leaving me, and I'm Facts. not getting my dick sucked tonight. Facts. Abel probably fucked up a lot of pussy that night for niggas. I understand. But, <laughs> No <bro>, cap. <laughs> nah, for real. He ruined pussy. For real. Oh, my, you had to... Never mind. Your bitch went home upset, bro. Unless you went to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> yeah, right. You, like, had, you had to double back and do something. Oh, my gosh. You had to go bowling. Facts, bro. But, um, no, bro. I get it. Like, from the fans, I wasn't saying, like, they couldn't have an opinion or feel some type of way because yes i would have been upset too i've never been at a show where, where an artist have walked off stage so i don't know that, <laughs> what that is i don't know what that is we've never seen lauren hill oh my god she, <laughs> Go wouldn't, she wouldn't even show up she, right. she'd be super late too like kodak but um i get it bro you can feel however you want to feel you can have your opinion but also you have to understand that this man is still human that's the For point sure. I was getting. At. I feel like a lot of people lose that because they look at the artists like we're like they're fucking robots. They they did this to Ye on the Pablo tour. You know what I mean? But but Ye canceled the entire rest of the tour. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. We ball. And he copped all the money from the insurance. Oh yeah, I remember that. That shit. is fucking Ooh, insane. Oh my gosh. Kanye's crazy, bro. But the thing is, like, it's so it's just Kanye. It's Kanye. Yeah, it's like. So, like, next time he goes on a tour, those same venues are going to book it right over again. And those same fans are going to buy the same tickets. Ha. <laughs> it's written on my face. I'm, I'm him, nigga. I was say, no, uh, no regrets. Spell with an A. No cap. I'm so glad I didn't get those fucking Pablo tickets. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But are, are, we out of, are we out of the weekend? Do we yeah, have more man. words for the nah, weekend? just once again, like I said, I, I understand people's having, like, opinions. But I just feel like. We got to understand, bro, like, these are still real people. Like, if he continues to try to sing with his voice like that, he could really injure himself. Like, he could fuck around and never drop another album. Exactly. But this, so. is, this is unfortunate for both sides. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and I'm sure, of, of course, if the nigga has 30 more dates, he's not canceling on y'all just to have the night off. Right, bro. Now, now, if this is Jay-Z and Beyonce, them niggas are known to cancel a date <laughs> just for the night off. They're like, <sighs> 
We just want to hey, lay up today. Hey, BD, want two towels? <laughs> no, <Nah>, okay. <laughs> Shit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they just fucking canceled Dallas, nigga. Like fuck. <laughs> That's what I thought Joe was doing at first. But yeah. then, okay. Um, fuck. I really was looking forward to that. Thanks. Um. <clears throat> well, let's move on. Do you want to intro this, Corey? You get. Of course. Of course. You are Dreamville. You know them niggas over there. Y'all. Y'all are cahoots and friends and shit. Of course, man. Of course. But yes. Um. The last week, NBA 2K announced. That they're gonna have a dreamer edition for the latest release, 2K23. Uh J. Cole is gonna be the cover athlete for the dreamer edition of NBA 2K23. This is crazy. Yeah, this was pretty amazing to see, man. Uh no no rapper has ever done this. Obviously, he's the first rapper to, to be on the cover of the game. But um, along with that, so the my career, my player, you know, that's like the biggest mode in the game. They're bringing back a really big version of it. It looks like this year. Yeah, it look it looks pretty decent. I think I think they still could add a little more, but it looks cool. It looks it looks almost as extensive as the two thousand like the two K ten eleven years. Think so? Yeah, it hasn't been that extensive in a couple years. Okay, okay. It it just still like, but I haven't played my player in like the last three four years. So I, I have twenty one. Really, so I know that my okay, player gotcha. not from last year, but the year before, and it wasn't anything like what we're seeing gotcha. right now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, but no, nah, bro, this is amazing. So the the my player in my career, um, J. Cole is a part of the story. Uh, also along with Boss, another Dreamville artist, and their producer Elite. They're all actually in the game. There's a lot of celebrities that are actually in this game. Um, but yeah, it was crazy to see the camp in there. Yeah, bro, yeah, that shit was just like, <clears throat> I'm like, damn, I didn't get the call, but um, I missed that meeting. 2021 was the year that Legend Edition came out with Kobe. Mm-hmm. I copped that. The Dreamer Edition is this is something one of a kind. Yeah, bro. Um, and even if even if this was something that was gonna start once every year from here on out, which maybe it will, I'm getting this anyway. This is gonna be the cover of two thousand uh, of NBA two K twenty three. I get. I'm getting. I'm getting J Cole's. Yeah, these niggas making me from the buy a system, bro. Like it's I have the, to have that. It's the nicest blue. Like yes, that. That like shit is sky blue. Oh my cloud gosh. Uh, yeah, bro. Cloud just, blue. Yeah, I just, no. I just made that up. It looked like a cloud blue. Cloud blue. <laughs> Nipsey blue. No, but did you hear what I said? I said cloud blue. <laughs> cloud blue. Facts. Um, but no, bro. Once again, like that shit was just crazy. Like you don't you don't get to see that. I mean, I'm glad to see. Two um, K has always been very innovative as far as you know tapping into the music industry or the fashion industry and bringing the greats out of those industries and and the culture right in the culture and bringing them to the game connecting them within the game because everybody plays 2k we know that it's the only basketball game out so why not bring those people those famous people those mega superstars who are supporting the game anyways why not bring them to the game it makes sense can i can i finally bring the hate in sure man it's not you if you don't oh yeah of course um, Corey, let's hear it. We know that <laughs> J. Cole's had a, a trying basketball <laughs> career trying to make his way into the NBA, right? Right, facts. How many NBA players are pissed off at this cover? None. You are out of your fucking mind. What are you pissed at? Corey. Why are you upset? This nigga's never even been in the fucking league. But this nigga has the cover before me. Because he's, he's in the game. Corey, na- name. Name one cover that hasn't been an NBA player. Uh, it's never happened. Once in a lifetime from the greatest artist ever. 
How do you think Reggie Miller feels about this? Reggie don't play 2K. He but he wants tripping. his fucking face on it. Nah, bro. Reggie not tripping. How do you think... Uh, how do you think... Ooh, was Chris Paul was on the cover. Um, <clears throat> was he? Yeah. He was. Come on, I'm ready. Hit me with How does Kwame Brown feel about this? I went number one. <laughs> I went number fucking one. How does Greg Odin feel about it? I went number one. Yeah. This nigga's never touched the league. Hey, man, this is just for the culture, bro. He scored six points in the Canadian League. Yeah, bro. Getting buckets. Once. Getting buckets, man. Uh, but nah, bro, you're looking at it from the wrong perspective. This is this is, this is is a culture move. You know, the Dreamer edition, edition, name of the shoes, Dreamville. It's, but It's for the coach. But every nigga on his way into the NBA had a dream. Who are they? MLK? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my fucking gosh. <laughs> I mean, fuck. We all got dreams. Okay. <laughs> Dream take, take that Grayson Allen. <laughs> I was going to say, shout the out fuck? Take that, niggas. Take that Bobby Hurley. Yeah, hey, whoever. <laughs> Christian Leitner. Uh, Holy fuck, Kari. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? I thought I was dark. <laughs> My fault. Bro. No, but shout out J. Cole. I was yeah, really bro. just making jokes. I, I'm I'm going to be purchasing this cover of NBA 2K23 and having fun with the my uh the my player. Facts. Hopefully y'all will get y'all's ass back on uh the yeah, sticks. Bro. I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Seeing shit like this, um, you know, in the group chat the other day, Tyron was on the game and shit. I'm just like, fuck, I need to be playing the game with my niggas. Once we part full time, you have absolutely no excuse, Carl. That's my only issue right now. I just don't have the time that yeah. I want. Yeah. Like, I have time. Of course, niggas can play the game whatever they want, but I like to play the game on my schedule. Like, I don't want to have to be rushing to play the game. I want to enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's do it. So, I'm going I'm to get back to it, man. Once we're full-time potters, it's going to be real easy. Facts, facts. Give us, give us about 10 to 12 months, guys. <clears throat> I love it. All right. Let's move on to, I, I think, our last thing, uh, music. Mm-hmm. Murder Inc. We're nearing the end of the five-part docu series, Kari. We're at the <sighs> series semi-finale or whatever yeah, the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, part four out of part five mm-hmm. just released uh, last Tuesday. Of course, part five, the finale will come out tomorrow. We'll talk about that next week. But part four, the feds kicked the doors in, Kari. Yeah, they did, man. Um, this is when everything turns south for Murder Inc. This is when 50 releases get Richard that trying. This is when uh his rise and his reign starts to take over Ja Rule's uh success level. This is when Murder Inc comes under legal trouble. They get uh they get their contract terminated from Def Jam Records. Mm-hmm. They kind of go into limbo. Yep. Um <clears throat> this is the point where a lot of artists that were on Murder Inc get scared Mm -hmm. they want better for their careers or more from their careers so they either stop making music disassociate or leave the label a lot goes on here this this really just became about ja um irv Gotti, and ashanti yeah man this was uh the start of the downfall like you said this is when the feds kicked the door in it's when um you know the the indictments start to happen the entrance of lloyd that's the good that's one good thing lloyd yeah which is i ain't gonna lie to you Maybe I just forgot. I don't, I don't remember Lloyd being with Murder Inc. at I the do. start. Yes, I do. Uh, yeah, that w- that was news to me. I said, "Damn, I did not know that." Yes, I remember that. I, I remember that that I see that South Side cover. It was a Murder Inc. thing. 
Yeah, I don't know. I just that one slipped my mind. I was like, damn. Yes. Uh, but no, nah, bro. This another just action packed uh, episode. Um, like we said, just you know, the previous three episodes was just all love to come up on top of the world, and then you just see the shit really just crumble overnight. Crumble overnight. So it was uh, January two thousand and three. Uh, they said the previous two years they celebrated New Year's Eve or New Year's, uh, the New Year in Vegas. Right. So January 1, obviously New Year's there in Vegas. I think they said January 3rd or 4th, the feds were at the door. Yep. He wasn't in town, of course. Yeah. But Jock gave him a call. The door was getting kicked out or was getting knocked on by the feds. Ashanti gave him a call. The door was getting knocked on by the feds. His mother gave him a call. The door was getting knocked on by the feds. His wife gave him a call. Like his, the door was getting knocked on by the feds. Was it Lior and them as well, or was it? Uh, I'm not sure if they, if they did. I believe it was the offices that were up there. Yeah, the murder Inc. Off, the New York office for sure. Yes, um, um, but yeah, it was crazy, like you said, because obviously they came for the label, but when they they started knocking on your mom's house, your house, your brother's house. Now it's like, okay, like what's really what the hell is going what's on? What's going on here? You know what I mean? It was just crazy, bro. Um, so there was a drug dealer from that he had ties with before. They were really just community, actual like relationship ties mm-hmm. with a man named Prem. That uh, they were actually really just digging to to find something to get Prem on. Um, so they tried to attach what they could to him on Irv Gotti. Um, as part five comes out, you see that doesn't really stick. But um, some tax evasion, sentence, not sentences, uh, charges. charges start to come through. Mm-hmm. And uh, that takes a toll on the Murder, Inc. Uh, record label. Mm-hmm. They crumbled it. It, it, crumbled it. it completely crumbled it. So even outside of Prem, they, they got Prem in. But once they weren't able to stick anything to Prem and Murder, Inc., they found the tax evasion shit. Yeah. That's when everything started to just go down. Yeah, so they, they put the pressure on uh, the labels, Def Jam. They put the pressure on them um, to say, hey, if you give another dollar to Irv Gotti, we're coming for you. They had already had Irv change his name from Murdering Records to just The Ink to take the murder off of it. Yeah, bro. But it's to the point now where we have to sever our ties with you. Yeah. And I remember that vividly. When they switched to just the INC, I can like, I, I can see myself as a kid right now. When that day, that press conference, when that nigga had to change the name, bro, I was just like, what the hell is going on? No, I remember that shit ending. Like, to this day, I had to actually go back to Wikipedia to see if Murder, Inc. Records was set to something that was defunct. Because Mm -hmm. I I remember shit like that. Like, Mm -hmm. shit was getting cleared out. Yeah, bro, shit crazy. (laughs) Like, just because today's times are so different. I was such a kid, but I remember the MTV News things that used to come up, but they just don't do shit like that anymore. It's Mm -hmm. funny to see... Mm -hmm. uh, But it's just like a a childhood memory of seeing MTV news pop up when something was breaking. That's that's crazy. I can hear that little sound. Yep. And the little moving MTV shit. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. (laughs) That's 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 fucking crazy. Um, You don't get that anymore. But um, this is an incredible another uh, murdering docuseries episode to watch. Um, Like I said, you got to see Lloyd enter. You got to see Southside. Mm -hmm. Um. I forgot what, what the other track was. Damn it. Uh shit. 
I got it you. was it was another big intro track to uh to Loy, but you had to see how traps that's wow I trap soul, <laughs> trap soul. on my phone. Uh, <laughs> you had to see how Lloyd Southside came together with Ashanti, his first album, how he was supposed to sign to L.A. Reid the same day he met with Irv Gotti, and Irv Gotti stole him. He signed him that day. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, Earth Gotti knew he was about to sign with somebody else, it, it was it's an incredible story to watch. Yeah, and like I said, I didn't know um, that was Lloyd's story. The song is called "Hey Young Girl." Hey Young Girl, yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't know that was his story, man. And and it was crazy that so many people were, you know, looking for that type of style as well. Like times were changing. Like we were looking for an R and B artist who was also kind of trap. So yeah. even though you said trap soul being funny, like Lloyd was was that at that time. Um, so, yeah, it was good to see how Irv Gotti basically stole him from L.A. Reid, you know, um, and just to see his come up. The album went gold. Obviously, you know, everybody else at that time was selling more, but that was a win for Lloyd. It just sucks because all of that happened with Murder, Inc., so that was the only album he got to do with Murder, Inc. He yeah. moved to, I think, just solely with Universal after that and see, or maybe, Motown something. Maybe that's why it's so cloudy with me. Motown, yeah. That's maybe that's why I'm just like, damn, I real life don't remember him being. It was with the him. only album he got to do with them just because wow. everything went down. And mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at it now. They didn't even get to call it that. When it dropped, it's under 2004 MI Records. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking trash. Murder Inc. MI. <laughs> that's funny. But uh, I can I can remember this this cover with yeah. Lloyd on it. Yeah. Southside. Dang. My sister wore that song the fuck out when we were little. <laughs> that's the that's the real reason why I was a Lloyd fan. But I would be lying to you if I told you I was a huge fan of Southside when I grew up. Channing played the song to fucking death to the point where now when I look back on it, it's nostalgic. I can hear like there, there's musical tones in it that I'm like, oh, this was a great song. I just hated on as a little kid. Mm-hmm. But Jesus Christ, Channing played the shit out of that song to where I was like, shut it the fuck up, man. Please turn <laughs> this guy off. But But nowadays incredible south side is an instant classic yeah and he had that song before he met her that wasn't something that right Irv, you know put together like a hey, young girl too yeah he um played that and that's what made her want to sign him he's like bro we cannot let this man leave this room yeah or he's gonna be with somebody else so literally like i said he flew into town that day to meet and sign with la reed mm-hmm. and he got a call or well, irv Gotti got a call about lloyd and he was like, make sure this kid comes down here first because he was going to steal him. And he got to steal him. So Amazing. Yeah, great. <clears throat> Where are we moving on to? Oh, fuck. We only got a couple of things left. <laughs> yeah, this is a tough one here. Earlier this week, I saw something, or actually last week, something came to our phones last week. That said, Aerie Spears and Tiffany Haddish were being sued over alleged sexual child abuse. It's not that it wasn't alarming. That was very alarming. Mm-hmm. But it was just a headline. Right. I, it kind of came and went. Until this past week. And after this past week, a video came out attached to it. I immediately, once I was sent this video, I sent it to the bros, or I sent it to Kari first. Um, There's a video out right now of Aerie Spears and Tiffany Haddish. 
there with a little boy and a lot of strange things happen in this video i guess tiffany haddish is is some i don't i don't know what she is in this in this in this video but she uh she says something to the child and she leaves and she leaves the child alone with Aerie spears Aerie spears is looking at the kid naked or half naked through newspapers with eyes popped out mm-hmm. he gets in the fucking bathtub with this baby mm-hmm. and at the end of the video the tables are turned and the kid is looking at Aerie Spears naked. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to fucking start with any of this. Besides, I just want to end with the the mother of this child is suing because she got calls from her child crying, saying that he was uncomfortable during the time of this filming. If you watch this video, it looks fucking sick. I'm so, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Corey. No, yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. So just to say, uh, give a little bit more information about the story of the video. So Tiffany Haddish is a mom, I'm guessing, who her son, she needs a babysitter. So she has to, she keeps claiming that she has things to do. And so um, Ari Spears is like an uncle, right? And she's like, hey, can you watch my son while I go out? I'm going to be right back. So he's supposed to be a babysitter for the kid right but he's a babysitter who's fucking sick mm-hmm. who is like has malicious thoughts on this child he's literally praying on this child r kelly literally plays during the video Bro, they literally play an r kelly they, song with this shit i'm just like what are y'all doing they play r kelly i'm like bro what 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 is what am i watching bro they play bump and grind while looking at a child's ass yes <laughs> Through some newspaper with the eyes cut out. And he has a diaper on. And the kid is way past diaper age. Right. And then, so, like you said, that was one scene. Then you mentioned, so, again, Tiffany Haddish, hey, can you babysit? I'm on my way out. Now, the boy is in the bathtub. So, same shit. Here comes Harry Spears as the babysitter. He's looking at him still the same way in the bathtub. Then he gets in the bathtub with the little boy. He gets in the fucking bathtub, guys. I'm just like, bro, what are we doing here? Like, this is not how you. This is not how you do this. I don't even. I don't even know what. What are you trying to prove? What the fuck are they doing? Number one, if this is supposed to be funny, yeah, bro, I'm not fucking with that. This is the worst fucking comedy ever. I already told you niggas in 2017 that Tiffany Haddish was not funny. Mm -hmm. I give it to Aerie Spears. I even gave it to Aerie Spears during the Lizzo arguments because I watched a lot of his stand-ups and I gave him that funny tag. I was watching this nigga do the all-star comedy thing just last week from 2008 or 9, dying at what this nigga was saying. Fuck this nigga, yo. This is weird, dude. (laughs) Facts, bro. Yo, if he wasn't already fucked off or if somebody's not trying to run some smear campaign based mm-hmm. off of the Lizzo thing and then now, I, I, whether this is a smear campaign or not, they pulled up just the right video to get y'all the fuck out of here. Neither of these niggas work, work again. Oh, uh, yeah. So like you said, when it first came out, the headline, I kind of brushed, brushed over it. You know, you see shit all the time with people in the, in the industries. Okay. Then it gets debunked. Right. You're just like, okay. Innocent right. to a proven guilty. Right. Whatever. Boom. Then you sent the video. I watched the video. And I'm like, holy shit, they may not ever see their career the same way ever again. After this These show. niggas don't work again. Like, it's the shit is really that bad. Like, I know it may sound like we exaggerating, but nah, bro, this shit is really bad. And it's the fact that if they were able to clear this up and say everything was okay, it would be a lot better. It's the mother of the child that's suing. 
Bro, it's so bad. The video that you sent me, I can't even watch anymore. It's down. They pulled it? They pulled that hoe. That video <laughs> is fucking disgusting. Yes, it that's how bad it is, bro. There's no comedian in the world that should think there's any humor in that. Mm-hmm. There's there's no consumer in the world that should find humor in that unless you're gross. This is the type of stuff that children have to watch from a teacher on as like a special on how to stay away from predators, predators which sure. is which brings me to a question on why the fuck are they doing this? Right. Who the fuck are you marketing this to? Is this supposed to be funny? That's what I'm saying. What is the message here, bro? I swear that the entire time when I was watching, I'm like, what what was the original intent? What is the fucking point? What was the intent here, bro? Because none of this shit makes sense. This is not informative. This is not funny. This doesn't get a clear point across. Nobody knows what it is that you're trying to do, the point you're trying to serve. Nobody even knows why you turn these cameras on, why you hired this kid, why there's holes in these fucking newspaper, why this kid has a diaper on, why you got in the bathtub with this kid. What are you doing? You need a really, 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 really good lawyer. A really good one. Yeah, bro. Because it's not looking good for them. So Jane Doe, of course. They don't give the name, but um, according to TMZ, Jane Doe and the younger brother allege in a new lawsuit that Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears recruited them into performing inappropriate, sexually suggestive, suggestive acts and sketches when they were minors. Tiffany Haddish's team claims it's an extortion attempt over baseless claims. Apparently, the mother tried to hire several lawyers who have all been dropped the case after meritless claims. So this was before, I'm guessing this was before the video came out because this was the headline from last week. I'm thinking now after this video, oh, nah, bro. It's it's over for them. It doesn't, to be completely honest, it doesn't matter if this case moves on a trial or not. This came out in a video. Mm-hmm. This is fucking terrible for, for, for Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, I think like you said, even... Of course, legal, whatever happens there. But I think just from their peers, both of them, their peers in their industry, the comedy world, their their peers treat them differently after this. They're black. That crossover love that Tiffany Haddish gets, oh, you kill it. You kill it. I just want to know. Unless, unless the white side doesn't give that much a fuck about this. Nah, yeah, you got to with this. But um, if it was a white baby. Ooh. That's what I was, yeah, that's if what was, I was saying. If it was a white kid in that oh, video. Oh, brother. They would have never bars. done this in the beginning. <laughs> they would have been behind bars yesterday, nigga. Yeah, facts. Uh, with no bond. Facts. But. I don't know about this one, brother. Like, that's tough. I don't know what to make of And it. even with the black community, with the times we're in. Niggas don't forget anything. I still see people under Kevin Hart's comments talking about his scandal with his wife. Yeah, of course. They'll never let Tiffany Haddish forget this one. And when it comes to black kids, I know this is all kids and all people, but I just know the community, uh, the the culture, yeah, they don't play around with the kids being being touched. Hell no, they don't. They don't fuck around with that. We we don't play around with that. Um, that's serious. Yeah. Hey. You make your bed, you gotta lay in it though, bro. Like even if even if Aerie Spears laid in it too. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I just I was so sick watching that shit, bro. Like it was weird. I couldn't finish it. I had to skip through certain like I had to see the first part and then I kinda fast forwarded to the next yeah, scene. Yeah. Then I fast forward to the next scene and then to, I couldn't sit through just the entire thing like that. Yeah. I couldn't wait for that shit to be over. I sat through it, but even like you said, um, the R. Kelly was killing me, bro. Like, 
I'm like, why is R. Kelly playing on every scene, bro? That shit Dude, was like you playing R. Kelly while you're panning while you're panning a child's behind, bro. Yeah, bro like it's I'm just not, we not going for that, bro. That come on now. Yeah. Like, stop. Not going for that, fam. Now, of course, the child was clothed, but like stop. Still. That makes no like I'm just saying that so the the viewership or listenership doesn't think we're looking at a naked child or something no. like that. But no. it's still just as terrible. Like that I'm glad they got pulled. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go ahead and move on. <clears throat> In adult news. <laughs> right. I'm gonna say, let's get out of the kids. For real. It was revealed that after the year twenty twenty when uh OnlyFans actually tried to move their platform to non-sexual services. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, of course, was shut down and they went back to doing porn. During the year 2021, they re-upped and they they did almost $4 billion in revenue in just the year 2021. Yep, it says here more than double from the previous year. How much was it they, they raked in? Uh, $3.86 billion. That's a lot of pussy getting sold. It's <laughs> a lot of pussy and ass and penis and, and mouth that's getting sold on that internet, man. No cap, bro. Jesus Christ. Hey, to each their own. I was gonna say, what a booming industry, man. That is a booming industry. That's big business. Hey, I mean. OnlyFans is big business, man. If you have a camera and a laptop, you should never be going broke. Yeah, bro. There's just so many ways. Like, I don't, I don't hate on nobody that's eating from OnlyFans. If that's your source of income and you're doing it, and you're getting paid consistently, do it. Do your thing. You yeah. Like, like, and when those leaks come out, I'm gonna download them. <laughs> I'm, oh my god. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not subscribing, but no. But um, there, there, there's some things that are definitely saved in my mega. Oh, y'all don't have a mega. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't know niggas didn't have a mega. Oh my goodness. Um But yeah, that shout out OnlyFans. Whether it's head, shoulders, knees, and toes, <laughs> these niggas are they pulling in money. I was gonna say they doing. I'm gonna uh, read a couple more of the numbers here. So it says announced their financial results for the year ended November thirtieth, two thousand twenty one. Net revenue grew hundred sixty percent to nine hundred thirty two million. And the company had pre-tax profits of four hundred thirty-three million, up sixty-one million from the previous year. Its biggest yearly growth in profits. Ooh man, that's I, crazy, bro. I think, and you can mark my words. Within the next ten years, OnlyFans might be the very first sex company or sex. Um, <clears throat> sex service site or company platform to be publicly traded oh my god imagine publicly trading that pussy (sighs) imagine niggas trading that pussy on the stock market what can you tell a bitch if she publicly trading her pussy you may not be able to tell her a thing if her pussy is a blue chip stock (laughs) and we getting ipos on pussy oh my god bitch i own 46 percent of your pussy you better shut the fuck up Bitch, bitch, I have 22 shares in your pussy. I was like, bitch, you know how much this pussy costs me? I'm losing money every day on this I, pussy. Bitch, you better get back to work. <laughs> that pussy is called... That is big time. If OnlyFans were to go public, that is the biggest pimping. That's bigger pimping oh than, than Bun B and Jay-Z together. Nah, facts, That's bro. big pimping spending cheese, nigga. <laughs> facts. 
But can That's you? That's funny. Is it wrong for me to say that within the next ten years that has enough money for an IPO if it's legal? Facts, bro. Um, I mean, I don't know how that would happen, but no, nah, yeah, for sure. That that amount of revenue, of course, you could trade publicly. Or is that pimping? Uh, I think it's subjective. I don't think it's pimping. Cause pimping is pimping. I mean, but stock markets is just gambling, but it ain't gambling. See what I mean? This is pimping. This is legal pimping? Absolutely. A brothel. A brothel's <laughs> legal pimping. A brothel for sure. Uh but no, nah, bro. I mean, who's who's to say? Because the revenue is definitely gonna still increase. Oh, if it was public, it would continue to increase. Right, bro. But what's what's killing me, that number, that three point eight six billion, that's just what the creators earn. So that's not even we're not even taking in the ad revenues. Oh, they probably earned ten billion dollars. You know what they I mean? Be, of course, if if the creators they were able to distribute right four damn near four billion dollars to just the creators, they raked in they raked in somewhere between ten and twenty billion dollars. So imagine, man, that pussy, man, that, nigga, hey, your pussy is hot. Right now. I was just about to say, yo, and this is serious. Y'all might laugh. All right, we're being funny, but and this is just the street esque part. The price of pussy is higher than the price of coke right now, Kari. <laughs> price of gas too, nigga. But y'all, if we've got oh, if pussy God. is higher than the cost of the brick, <laughs> it's gonna be troubling times. The price of coke is is less than the pussy. Yeah, man, it's gonna be troubling times. Oh, you know we headed into that recession. <laughs> <laughs> the price of coke is down, baby. Yeah, man, inflation is through the roof. Oh my gosh, ESTG said how much you gotta gotta get the get the price to twenty five. Facts, bro. Facts, bro. <laughs> OnlyFans doing it. Billion. Four billion dollars to the creators only. All right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's that's big money right there, bro. Swipe up on my link. Uh, <laughs> link in bio. On my link in bio. <laughs> oh my god. I just started my OnlyFans. Link in bio. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm not a. Never mind. I'm not a, I'm not a, <clears throat> I can't do it. I can't do it. Guys. Nah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I won't be on OnlyFans. I'm a potter. Yeah, bro, I won't be on there. Can't be the OnlyFans guy. Unless, unless y'all give us a platform for the podcast, then we could be okay. No cap, now I'm Tiger. The <laughs> <sighs> fuck? Oh, now, oh, you were talking now, about for the podcast. Yeah, bro. Oh. Oh. <laughs> now I'm looking at you. Bro. I thought you were saying <laughs> we had enough platform like mm. then i could get my own yeah. page and mm. do what i needed to do with the platform i mean do what you do bro we got a no, following no 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 that's not what i was okay we got a following though no i use it to your advantage i thought we were i thought we were both gonna go into a joke about us doing only f- mm. now nah, look weird in front of everybody okay. can we get into the songs of the week man? <laughs> let's do fuck bro now that look weird in that <laughs> shit it's episode 172, man. We're going to get out of here before I look any weirder to the, the following, the listenership, the viewership. I want to thank everybody. Uh, like I said, it's been 172. It's your boy, Roderick. Jakari, we checking out. All right, let's get out of here, man. You ain't got to answer none of my calls. I'm believing you'll pick up one day I don't wanna add to your pain at all I'm praying that time makes a change in your life I'm realizing how much you made a change in my life And I don't wanna stop
nobody deserve myself Oh no Baby, what I'm saying is You ain't gotta make your mind up You ain't gotta make your mind up right now Right now Don't rush No pressure No, You ain't gotta make your mind up You ain't gotta make your mind up right now Calm down Don't rush No pressure Thought that you were in it for the paper Never thought I'd take you serious Now I need you not a moment later Losing it, I'm so delirious Now I'ma put up a fight for it Never give up Only been days, but it felt like months. I've been gone for a year, only go like once. 